Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts... Evan and Bonnie. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Good Monday morning to everybody. You're the most amazing guy. All right, well, thank you very much. I try to think I'm amazing. I don't know what everybody else thinks. <laughs> Is it that funny? Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. All right, well, I'm glad you feel it's hallelujah time. Uh, time is now 6.07. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now 6.07 a.m. That's right. 6.07 a.m. on a Monday. We are back in the saddle after a very long weekend. Bonnie, good morning to you. How are you today? Good morning, Evan. I guess I'm, I wanted to say I'm amazing, but or maybe you want to say that you're amazing. But when I think about that word, rather than being amazing, I'd rather be amazed. Oh, <laughs> All right, I'm sitting here. Are you amazed that I'm sitting here? I, and you know, I am. Okay. I, no, no. I know you're truly here <laughs> every single Monday morning, and yep. it doesn't come as a surprise. That's right. How was your weekend? The weekend couldn't couldn't have been better. And what did you do? Well, I did attend Sailfish Splash Water Park. Like I've been, I mentioned like uh, half of, half of the week last week. Okay. I was all excited to go. So you found it, obviously. Yep. And it didn't rain a drop there on Saturday while we were there. It was perfect, and I find it. I find it amazing, amazing family okay. water park. So I was amazed. What was your favorite part of the park? The favorite probably was the Lazy River was really I cool. I knew you were going to say that. <clears throat> That's actually my favorite part. You just get to sit in that tube and just kind of float around, not a care in the world. Only thing was the river wasn't very lazy when you're chasing around a 12-year-old child who doesn't want to get in the tube and he would rather swim it. So oh. it was amazing. We swam it probably about... I want to say maybe 10, 12 laps by the time we were done. But, you know, the the current pushes you anyway, so you're not really working that hard. Right. But I was working a little bit to kind of uh, keep up with him. He kept diving and swarming and uh, toward the middle of the day, weaving in and out of people and mm. in their inner tubes. We kind of more like did it freestyle. That Jaden will run you ragged, huh? He will. <laughs> and then the sweetest little girl upon us going up, in, on the big water slides, mm-hmm. the sweetest little girl said, well, Jaden said, I want to go on the teal one. Okay. So this little bitty girl told us it's actually green. Oh, okay. It looks teal, but when you get to the top, they have what's called the blue slide and right. the green slide. Right. And the green slide, the blue slide's a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. So everybody was getting in line of going on that blue so- slide really fast. Now, why is it faster? It... Do they have it yeah. slicked up with oil or something? <laughs> it's just the way that the slide is built. They the put, put uh, Crisco on it or something? Uh, you know, it felt like they did because okay. it does go pretty fast. I got to say about this fast slide, though, it wasn't that scary to me. I've been okay. on, like, some really big slides on, like, Noah's Ark at Wisconsin Dells. Right. But this slide was fast, yet it was smooth. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it means that it was fast you couldn't feel any of the tiles or the grooves even on your back. It was a comfortable slide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The way they're built, sometimes right. you can feel feel those awful grooves. Right. This was so smooth and fast. And then when you got to the end, it was like a nice, smooth splash into oh, the Oh, it wasn't a big plop down. 
like normal. Yeah. The actually the the slower slide, the green slide, was more like a fast plop down into a deeper pool. Oh. But um, but it was that was a nice slide too. Okay. They they were comfortable slides. All right. So it was just you and Jaden, nobody else, or Gary? Did Gary go? No, Gary was working. Oh. So it was just and you know I got to say kudos to the people at the. Uh, refreshment center too and okay. the menu uh, where where you go to have a little bit of lunch mm-hmm. all of the kids working at that water park just extremely courteous mm-hmm. and everything running smoothly and i i couldn't have asked for a better day you to know be you'll honest. have to tell taryn krista that when she's on with us on wednesday she'll be glad to hear that because that is a county-run facility yeah, and so she'll be glad to hear that it's amazing too the olympic-sized swimming pools mm-hmm. uh, that were there did you do laps did not go in that end of it. Okay. We just kind of like stayed on the family side oh, with the okay. splash park at the Lazy River okay. and the nice big water slide. Did you get some sun? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell? I don't know if you can. Yeah, you got a little bit of a tan. I noticed you walked in the door. You were a little darker than usual. I don't know how I can get any. Well, actually, I do get darker by, by mid-July, mid-August. You'll see me like uh, gotcha. really, really on a dark Were note. you rocking the new bathing suit? Yes. Nice. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. We had a wedding. Phil and I did a wedding on Saturday, and boy, man, that was a wedding. Oh, it was great. Did the bride and groom have a nice time? Did they? They enjoy had it? beyond a nice time. It was just amazing. And you provided <clears throat> the music. What kind of music did they? Uh, we played prefer? everything. We played everything from DMX. To Pitbull, to Sweet Caroline. And I have to say, we played Sweet Caroline because everybody told me to play it because the groom's dad hates that song. No way. Oh, yeah. Well, why would they want to? Does not like it. Why would they want to do that to the bride's dad? No, the groom's dad. uh, He's not a nice guy or something? No, they just wanted to torment him. Just kind of tease him a little bit, right? It's just a personal thing. Now, the groom's mom. I've known the groom's mom since I'm 15 years old. We went to high school together. Wow. So she had me do her son's wedding. I actually performed the ceremony, so I married them as Mm -hmm. well. And then went on to DJ the reception, work with this awesome wedding planner named Natalie Harmon, formerly known as Natalie Nichols, the daughter of Bob Nichols. Oh, yeah. Who used to be with WPEC Channel 12. Okay. Okay. And amazing wedding planners, her and Valerie, her assistant. Very easy to work with, oh, I man, bet. Oh, man, it was great. It was it was just a great time. We had the full setup with all the lights and the DJ oh. equipment, and um, the food was great. They fed us. They wined us. They dined us. <laughs> um, you were and I styling. Got a, I got a super nice gratuity at the very end. What does, can you read it? What did it say? No, it was a gratuity. Oh, I thought it was a review. No, oh. uh, no, it was a gratuity. Just kind of like a big gratuity to show the awesome job that you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So was this an indoor wedding, an outdoor wedding? It was in a barn. I've heard of those barn weddings before. It's a rustic wedding. But it doesn't sound like a boot scootin' boogie because no. you mentioned all of the uh, different kinds of music. Oh, no, it was very, genres and... it was very elegant. Yeah. Extremely very elegant. The name of the place was called the Lady Jean Ranch in Jupiter. Mm. It's right off Randolph Siding Road in Jupiter Farms. Yeah. Great facility. Yeah. Unbelievable. Had a great time. So would you like to, I bet you'd be excited to get another wedding booked over that way. Already that got venue. one. Do Already you? got one. 
yep, already they're referring me work. They're already referring me work. They like what I did. They put me on their vendor list, and that's just another uh, venue to uh, add to my uh, repertoire, so to speak. It looks like you're going to be busy quite a bit because up and coming with uh, people getting the vaccines, mm-hmm. it looks like some of those weddings are going to be you know, coming back. And I saw the news this morning, like some people will go out of step with their wedding process now, even mm-hmm. like get married on a Monday or, or a middle oh, yeah. of the week. Is, is that going on? Is yep. that really going on? Yep. A lot of stuff like that's happening over at Club Med. I do a lot of work over at Club Med and I'm getting a lot of weekday weddings. Plus a lot of my weddings that canceled last year, or should I say a lot of my weddings that postponed last year got moved to this year. So a lot of them chose off days instead Mm -hmm. to make sure that I was available. Which is a great thing, too, because it looks like the bride and the grooms, the upcoming bride and grooms are still getting along and the weddings are still on. They better be getting along. That's what we want to (laughs) know. Oh, man. Let me tell you, if they're not getting along, they're in deep doo-doo. It could be bad for your business if they didn't get along, And then yesterday, we had the deluge happen. What's a deluge? The deluge. The rain. Oh, The deluge. Of course. The downpour. It was just, got up in the morning, woke up nice and early, pulled my trailer out of my garage, emptied out some stuff out of my trailer, did some organizing, put the trailer back in the garage, weather was beautiful, and then just all hell broke loose All of a sudden, right? Yeah, just just like 1, 2 o'clock. Hit you out of nowhere. Stuff just started going downhill. I was in the middle of a massage and hearing this nice massage music playing. Mm -hmm. And then I heard like a big gush of rain. And I wondered if it was mixed in with my house music. That was, your was, del- that was your deluge you were it healing. It was the deluge, of course. And yeah. then the fire alarm at work started going off. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, a little Could fire you alarm. Could you imagine you've got somebody on your table and they're just wearing nothing but a towel to cover them? Well, you know, it happened. And hap- the alarm goes off and they got to run out with the towel around their waist? Yeah, that, well, that happened at a weird it time. Really? It happened at the greatest time where people were dressed and just coming out of their massages. It was like on the top of the hour. Wow. So it's uh, weird how that happened. Good that, kind of good that that happened. You know, so, yeah. I, I had just gotten done with a massage mm-hmm. when when that uh, so, yeah, the, the alarm deluge, went off. The deluge happened yesterday, and I'm looking out back, and I'm like, wow. And then it started going sideways, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Rain was going sideways. <laughs> um, it, it was just, it was crazy. Crazy. It was, oh, and the, another crazy thing. When I got off the turnpike just following that deluge yesterday, uh-huh. there was a gentleman there that it where his system went down. It mm-hmm. might have been because of the lightning, but there mm-hmm. was a big line in the toll booth on the turnpike at the Port St. Lucie exit. Really? And he had to put in everybody's, uh, everybody's transaction in by hand. And oh, wow. write things down, and it was. Just oh, that's like, why you should have a sun pass. It was. Really, you don't have to worry about things like yeah, that. Yeah, it was kind. Of, I had sun pass envy yesterday. I saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did see the sun. Now, now, pass now you want to go. Through. Now you want to go get yourself a sun pass, yeah, right? Plus, on my receipt, it said that I could save twenty six cents if I had a sun pass. Just saying, twenty six cents every single day that adds up. Yeah. Every it's cheaper if you have a sun pass. The toll is less expensive if you have a sun pass. I might just look into that. Do you purchase one at Publix? Publix. They have two different kinds. Okay. The kind you stick on your window and then the kind that is held on by suction cups that you can move from vehicle to vehicle. Oh. So you have your choice. Okay. The one with the suction cups is a little more expensive. 
And the one that you stick on your window, I think, is only like five bucks. The other one's like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Might something be something to sort. do because I, you know, I'm I'm traveling that turnpike some four days a week, uh, which uh, I do it every morning. If you go back and forth, I guess it adds up to eight eight times a week. Yeah, so. eight times twenty six cents that you save. Yeah, that's uh, two Ooh. bucks. That's two bucks times it by fifty two. How many? That's that's. 52 weeks a year at two bucks. That's over $100 a year you'll save. There was a time I was coming on the turnpike traveling after 10 mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. and the exit was closed. My Port St. Lucie exit closed due to road construction, so oh, no. I had to go all the way up to Fort Pierce to exit. You're kidding. <laughs> and then come you back. didn't know that until you got there? Yeah. It was, there wasn't any warning that night for some odd reason. You or... should have just made a U-turn and went down to Becker Road and got off at of Becker Road. Mm-hmm. And then looped back around to Port St. Lucie Boulevard via Darwin. Yeah. And then you would have been all set. Yeah. So otherwise, yeah, we had a deluge yesterday and then I'm sitting there doing my work and the power went out in the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, talk about tick me off. Do you have candles ready? No. No. No, <laughs> no we don't have candles. <laughs> we have flashlights. Yeah. We have flashlights on our phones, so we uh, we lit up the flashlights, but it was still daylight out, so it wasn't all that bad. And then about 15 or 20 minutes later, the uh, power came back on. I remember- So it d- wasn't that bad. During the hurricane, when we had the power out for like, oh, what, what hurricane was that? It was a couple of hurricanes ago mm-hmm. where I think our power was out for like two days or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we were eating- We were eating- pizza every day at Big Apple Pizza because they were open. So that was our little sanctuary where oh, wow. we could go to just just to feel, kind of feel hum, feel human again. My neighbor you know, lives across out. the street from me, so I called him up and I said, hey, John, do you have power? And he goes, yeah. He says, when I go to the gym. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And, he, and, he, oh. and then I, I got it after a minute. Yeah. He says, no, I don't have electricity. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> You know, I was getting ready to cook dinner, John. And he goes, well, why don't you just take your grill out of the garage and cook? I'm like, that's a great idea, except I can't open my garage because it runs on electric. It runs on electric, too. How the heck am I supposed to open my garage and get my grill out and cook? (laughs) He goes, you could always drag it through the house and drag it out front. I said, I am not doing that. Sorry. Just not going to happen. It's amazing, you know, when that power goes out or a little bit of something, well, Power going out isn't a little bit of something, but you know something goes a little bit awry. How frustrated we get, and how used to we, how used to we are to power and technology and everything right at our fingertips going right. Yeah, you get kind of crippled. Yeah, and then a little thing goes wrong, and we're like, (gasps) oh, forget (gasps) it. End of the world. Speaking of end of the world, here's Bonnie with the news that's not going to end the world. No. But we're talking about those uh, strong storms yesterday once more, causing those power outages for many customers, too, across South Florida. According to FPL's power tracker, as of 6.48 p.m. yesterday, 17,713 customers in Palm Beach County were dealing with a power outage. And 3,838 
customers in St. Lucie County, 331 customers in Okeechobee County, 126 of those customers in Indian River County, and 5,317 were affected in Martin County. Earlier in the day, there were more than 32,000 customers without power in Palm Beach County alone. The strong storms that moved through Martin County on Sunday afternoon brought hail, wind, and took down trees. WPTV's Stephanie Suskind has the report from Hope Sound yesterday. Yes, good evening. You know, you see all of the debris right here. This is all from trees that came down in this Hope Hills neighborhood. And everything from here to the stop sign is all from a tree that was down across the road over here. This is at Flamingo Drive and Duncan Street. Now we'll show you what it looked like earlier as Martin County fire crews came out here pretty quickly. They had their chainsaws and they were ready to go. They were taking down, down those tree limbs to make way so that cars could pass through the road again. All of the neighbors out here all came together to help. It was really a team effort to get the roadway clear. And we spoke to the man who has the property where that tree came down. He says it's been here as long as he has. And he knew the storm was bad, but he didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know it was going to take this thing down the way it did. It got the root ball and everything. Took it all right out of the ground. We got to get rid of it. And thank God I didn't have to do it by myself. Yes, again, certainly a team effort out here in this neighborhood. Now, the good news out here, nobody was hurt with all of this. Again, some trees down and some power out. In fact, we just saw an FPL truck go through here a few moments ago. But all in all, everyone now is doing okay. Reporting live in Hope Sound, Stephanie Suskind, WPTV News Channel 5. The village of Indian Town is experiencing a temporary citywide water outage. Maintenance crews are addressing the interruption. Once water service resumes, a 72-hour precautionary boil water notice will be in effect. Traditionally, many schools would be entering prom season, but with the pandemic, some traditions had to change. Over at Martin County High School, a semi-formal was held outside for the class of 2021 on Saturday. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. From food trucks to movies, seniors here at Martin County High School came together one last time before graduation. So I'm just really excited because, again, it was for all for like us. This is the second year Martin County students had to go through a pandemic. For the class of 2021 over at Martin County High School, it was important to hold this semi-formal. We wanted to come together one more time as a class and like celebrate all the cool stuff that we were able to do this year and over the course of our four years. School leaders say it wasn't in the best interest for student safety to hold a traditional prom. Each high school in the district put out a senior survey and having the students' voices heard. We're very proud. Um, we knew that you know the students helped put these together, so we hoped that it would be something they'd want to participate in and be memorable for them. But to see them all come together, you know, especially tonight, the weather isn't the greatest, but they're still out, they're still with their friends, they're having a good time, and they're being safe. And that's what it's really all about. Students enjoyed food and even cast a vote for senior class king and queen and taking pictures to celebrate their last year and making a long-lasting memory. The unity, because I think like nothing brings people more together than a common problem. And when common problems, we bring up common solutions. And I think it was really cool when we had that group of us just kind of come together and we were all working towards a goal to make sure that we could remember this part of senior year. And graduation is going to be in mid-May. We're told it's going to happen in person at the school stadium, socially distant. For now, in Martin County, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. And lastly, last week, a guy named Chip Hawthorne raised over $8,000 for Habitat for Humanity 
by driving a riding lawnmower across the entire state of Florida. Hideki Matsuyama made history on Sunday as the first male golfer from Japan to win a major championship 10 years after making a sterling debut as the best amateur at Augusta National, Matsuyama claimed the ultimate trophy with a victory in the Masters. News time is 626 and we'll have weather and traffic together next. Six twenty-seven right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Brought to you by Code Red Roofers, Bonnie. We're not finding any accidents on this Monday morning to report, so our roadways throughout Stewart and the Port St. Lucie area looking quiet at the moment. Drive safely. There's your latest look at traffic. It's 65 and cloudy in Port St. Lucie in Corrientes, Argentina. It's a partly cloudy 82, 62 rather. Here's our weather at WPTV. Still some lingering showers through about late morning, then clearing conditions throughout the day with highs in the low to mid 80s. High pressure builds into the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday and things dry out for a couple of days. Highs in the low to mid 80s with mostly sunny skies. By the end of the work week, another front moves in, returning the chance for scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid 80. The front stalls out across the area over the weekend, keeping our weather pattern unsettled. Showers and storms possible through the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20 plus years experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. 
weight, feel great, and look fantastic. With a little help from Dr. Fred J. Rizacker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Here's a quick tip if you're ever stumped for a business you can trust. The Martin County Business Exchange has more than 70 companies you can count on for good service and fair prices. Whether it's for you, your house, or your office, get online at mcbiz.us. You'll find local businesses you can count on for quality, service, and fair prices. Visit mcbiz.us. Martin County Business Exchange. It's just good business. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. So I've been communicating with Mark Hales over in England, and um, he wrote to me and said that it's beautiful, uh, but the weather is very confusing. Uh, yesterday in Kent, he says that uh, they had sunny and warm skies, and he mowed the lawn and clipped some bushes. And by midday, it snowed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's quite it differentiated. Snowed. Afternoon, broken clouds. And then this morning, it's snowing. So, and now it's sunny, but cold. So he could be like, maybe go out to the beach. Mm-hmm. And then by late afternoon, he could slide down a ski slope. Yep. Went to the stores with his wife. Said all the shops are now allowed to open. He's taking her to lunch at a pub in Kent. If it's not snowing, but... Uh, only to the outside areas. Still not allowed inside the pubs or the restaurants. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like the weather over in Kent, England, kind of keeps you on your toes. Everything must be pretty quiet over in England right now, you know, with the passing of of royalty that just happened recently uh, with with the loss uh, of the gentleman that passed away. Of Prince Philip, yes. Yeah, Prince Philip. Yeah. So um, I'd be curious if, if Mark, if you're listening, we've got a few minutes if you want to give us a call. We'd love to hear from you this morning. In the meantime, let's do some viral videos. So there's a weather guy who, uh, by the name of Jared Floyd, and he's a meteorologist in El Dorado, Arkansas. And there's a video of him going off on viewers while he's doing his weather report because the viewers are complaining that their shows are being interrupted because he's reporting on severe weather. Yeah, we always hate it when they interrupt the prices right. Watching oh. the prices right and there's an interruption. You know what? I can deal with not watching Drew Carey for five or ten minutes if there's a tornado coming my way. Yeah, I'm only I'd, kidding. <laughs> I'd rather know about that. <laughs> All right, here's his report. Listen. On that area of circulation as it moves in, you can see the radar behind me with the two flashing warnings. We're already getting folks that are that are emailing and calling because we're in the middle of programming, saying if they wanted to watch the weather, they would turn it to another channel. Let me explain it to you. As long as there is a warning in effect for our area, we're going to be on TV. Because if it was your area that was under a tornado warning right now, you would want us on the air informing you. So that's what we're going to do, and we're going to stay on the television. And we've warned folks that, yes, 
programming is being interrupted and it stinks and you know what we can watch that tomorrow but we've had he's obviously very upset by an ef i mean this really bothered him a week and a half ago it's april in the arclimus this is what happens so we're going to stay on the air and we're going to continue to deliver all this information and when the warning is discontinued or if it cancels at 7 30 then we're going to send you your programming then and yes you're going to have missed half the show so there you go. Yeah, well, people ought to know that when there's a tornado warning, in particular a tornado one, yeah, your local program is going to be interrupted mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> I don't have an issue when Steve Weagle inter- interrupts my programming. Oh, that doesn't never. bother me none. Yeah, because he's always so nice to see. You know, yeah. he's, he's just kind of like an upbeat weather man, and, you know, we love him around here. He's going to keep me informed. Yeah. I'd want to know if there's a storm coming. Definitely like you want to know if there's a tornado or a hurricane coming and yes. whatever the arrival of this storm yesterday mm-hmm. was. Wow, it just like took so many people by surprise. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, somebody pranked a, a McDonald's drive-thru worker recently by uh, beeping his air horn as they went through, as she was about to hand over a drink to the customer. Oh. Mm-hmm. It startled her so much. She got really ticked you off. You startled me. She threw the drink right into the guy's car. Wow. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, was it a hot coffee? I hope not. No, it was a Coke. Listen, here we go. You're not getting your drink. Go. Yeah, that was it. Oh, all over his lap, too. All over his lap. The stickiness, the sweetness, not yeah. not down the old pie hole, but, nope. but right in the laps. Yep. Lap, sir. Exactly. <laughs> That's what he gets for beeping his air horn at the McDonald's worker and scaring the bejesus out of her. Yeah, but I wonder I wonder what her boss would say seeing that video and seeing her throw, throwing well, it. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna this is where I gotta play devil's advocate here. Okay. I think this is just me thinking out of the box. I think she got so startled. Yeah. By the air horn. I got startled that she threw by that her arms. too. Just she now. threw her arms up in the air and the drink just happened to fly out of her arms. Oh, Because she was okay. so startled. Yeah. And scared. Yeah. Did, doesn't it, does it look like she extended her arm, her shoulder though? And nope. It, threw, it, nope. It, it was just an instant. Just, yeah. Here it was we just, go. Just a. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to take her side on okay. this one. Well, okay. A uh, former hotel worker shared a few things that you may not know recently. For example, on online she did on a video that's going viral, for example. Uh well, you know what? I am just going to let you listen to this. All right. Uh, when you find out the things that hotel workers don't do in the rooms. That really go on in a hotel, right? Yeah, things that really go on in a hotel. She's a former hotel worker. They better not have any sex in my hot tub. Uh, let's just listen. Okay. Okay. Hotel, and I'm going to share some things that you may not know. Number one, most hotels don't wash their comforters. So before you go bundle yourself up like a taco in that thing, throw it on the ground and don't touch it because the amount of things that are on that comforter are disgusting. Like you don't want to know. Number two, the front desk agents are more likely than not playing games on the computer, scrolling through social media or watching Netflix. Number three, we have cameras everywhere, the hallways, the staircases, the pool. So we can see when you're doing weird things in the hallways or when you're in a fight with your partner or when you're sneaking yep. an animal in. Yep. Most of us just aren't paid enough to care, but we see you. Four, yep. we legally are not allowed to say a room number out loud, which is why we write it down. 
We are allowed to say what floor you are on out loud, but we can't say the room number. Like for more. There you go. Yeah. How about that about the comforters? I've always known that, though, haven't you? I, I mean, hasn't that always been a thing where, you know, I'm in the past I've taken my comforter right off of there and I've only used the sheets upon knowing that. They're not washing those comforters no. day in and day out. And they should be. They yeah. should be replacing the comforters with, well, no, let me, let me, let me say this. They have an, uh, they have a knowledge of how many days you're staying in the room. Okay. So they should replace the comforter after you check out of the hotel and put a new comforter in for the incoming guests. They should be washed and sanitized. Yes. Right. It doesn't need to be changed every single day that you're there. It can stay there for the run of when you're staying in the hotel for however many days. But when you leave, you take the comforter out of the room and then you change it. Yeah. Yeah. You would hope that that comforter comforter would be washed after yeah. each and every guest. Yes. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, I would think that if you went to the hotel like that, you need to bring all your own sheets and all your own blankets because... You're absolutely right. You never know what the heck's going on in those things and how they can get a room done in 10 minutes with all that stuff done. And I don't know. It just doesn't seem to compute. Well, I went to Ocala recently to do a wedding, a friend of mine's wedding. I stayed at a Hilton. And I got to tell you, when I got there, there was tape all over my door. Uh And it was tape and it had, yeah, tape. It, and it had messages on it that the hotel had put in it that was professionally done. They had these labels made. And it said something to the effect of, this room sanitized for your safety. This room is clean. This room is clean. Or I forget what it said. And it had the tape over the door. So when you open the door, it broke the seal. So you oh. would know if somebody else was in that room. So apparently this hotel that I stayed at is taking the proper precaution to clean the room and sanitize the room. And then once they do, then they put that that tape seal on the door so you know if it was broken or not, whether it was sanitized or not. Now, I did watch the workers cleaning the other rooms, and I could see them as I peered in. I could see them changing sheets and changing comforters. Um, when they, before they put that tape on the door. Now, Mm -hmm. when I stayed at my hotel that I stayed at, I didn't have tape on my door every day because I stayed there for a couple of days, but this was after a guest left and checked out. That's when the room got like the thorough fumigating and you would expect that from a hilton because isn't a a hilton like a four or five star hotel anyway well there's many different types of hiltons are you sure that wasn't crime scene tape no it wasn't yellow with the black lines no (laughs) that's what i was thinking i didn't find a body in my room okay (laughs) somebody got murdered in your room (laughs) then it it would take a special kind of cleaning unit to come in for that i don't think so i i definitely don't think so it was uh it was purple tape Oh, that's good. Yeah. So how was your weekend, Jeff? My weekend was really nice. Just busy. It go, went by fast. Did you get deluged? Did you get deluged on on Sunday? Yeah, a little 
bit. Okay. All right. And uh, what what'd you do on Saturday? Just kind of hang out? I worked all day Saturday. Oh, wow. All right. I worked all day Saturday. At the golf course, huh? Golf course, and then I had to teach three lessons after the golf course. What kind of lessons? At at night. What kind of lessons Probably did guitar. you teach? Guitar lessons. Now, do I you do piano lessons and two guitar lessons? Do you do guitar lessons now currently? Oh yeah. What um, do you mind if I ask what like the average going rate is for guitar lessons? Oh, about about twenty five a month. That's it. Yep, that's it. And it, how many times a month do you get to go? Once a month. And is that for like a half hour session? Half hour. Yeah. Correct. Half hour. Dang. And just go in and you know, and I actually come to their house because it's usually easier, you know, than the Do I get the morning you know. do I get a morning show discount and can I get a Absolutely absolutely I, for you I do it for a dollar fifty. Wow, I like that one. That's a dollar fifty a minute, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterward, we'll be playing like Jimi Hendrix, right? I'm sure we'll be yeah. just guitar greats. Little after. purple haze. <laughs> there you go. And then learn the lead yeah, for Freebird. Then lead the lead, like, learn the lead from Freebird. Fog out here today. Where are you at? I'm at the golf course. Oh, you're already there. Yeah, it's like covered in fog. Yeah, oh my! Jack. Wow. Nothing like playing and eighteen I know holes. These roads like the back of my, you know what? But I can't, can't sit there and eat and throw. Okay, I'm here. I'm navigating now. Oh, nothing like playing eighteen holes of golf on with fog there. There you go. Have you ever That's golfed it? Sure. Have you ever golfed at night where they use the glow in the dark golf balls? No. That's it's, that's it's, fun. I've that seen that like done. It, that would be fun. That sounds like it'd be kind of cool. That's the kind of golfing I would love. At night, yeah, but you gotta watch where you, you gotta watch where you walk, because if you're not careful, oh, you gotta watch where you walk. You gotta watch where you drive. I see so many people drive golf carts into sand traps at night. Do they it wear? Changes this yeah. perspective out here at night. You have no idea where. You know, even myself that rides around this golf course a thousand times. If I got out here at night, I'd probably end up in a sand trap. <laughs> have you ever seen somebody drive a golf cart into the water? Oh yeah. Really, well, that happens? They drive it in, but they parked it up on top of the hill, and they thought it was the brake was on. Oh, gee. Oh. And it rolled right in? <laughs> yeah. So who pays for that, the, the customer? Well, it depends upon the situation. Wow. You know, if you pull the golf cart out of there without a problem, you can usually, you know, resurrect it pretty much. Y- yeah. It's got and a it- lot of, you know, batteries and electric motors motors and stuff like that you just let them dry out you can get them going it's not like it's taking water inside the engine you know sounds right. like if they're on a, like a slippy kind of slope too it really would not be their fault hey I mean, listen do me a favor call me you get a lunch break uh later today yeah a little later yeah all right give me a call after 10 sometime so i can get with you on on I was, i'm serious i want to talk to you about lessons all right man we'll talk to you then all right man have a great day at work later up. all right Bye-bye. see it. 6.45 on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, make sure and go see our good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. 
Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Strong storms caused those power outages for many customers across South Florida. And according to FPL's power tracker, as of 6.48 p.m. yesterday, 17,713 customers in Palm Beach County were dealing with a power outage. St. Lucie County had uh, 3,838 customers without the power. And in Martin County, 5,317 were effective. As the pandemic continues, Florida Education Commissioner Richard Corcoran issued an executive order Friday allowing high school seniors to graduate even if they don't take or perform poorly on state exams. The order also covers promotion of third graders and grades earned in specific classes by middle and high school students. Almost a third of Florida's public school students have been studying from home online because of COVID-19. More calls coming for the CDC to allow cruises to get back to business, as usual, from Florida ports. Florida GOP Congressman Carlo Jimenez says cruises are sailing from Europe and the Bahamas. There is no reason why we can't get the CDC to at least, please, give us a timetable, tell the cruise industry exactly what it is they need to do, and let's get going. There is no reason on earth why the cruise industry can't be up and sailing this summer. The plea comes a day after Governor DeSantis announced a lawsuit against the CDC to lift the no-sale order issued over a year ago. Florida's ports are responsible for hundreds of thousands of jobs and billions of dollars in revenue. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody says young people who become crime victims are more likely to commit crimes themselves as they grow up. She's partnering with the Urban League in four Florida counties to break the cycle with a new program called Thrive. We can offer the resources, the thoughtful guidance, and the support structure they may not otherwise have to lead them on a road to effective recovery from that trauma. Moody says the program will offer support and guidance for young victims. It'll be offered at first in four Florida counties, Broward, Pinellas, Duval, and Leon. One woman was arrested in connection with six dogs reportedly found in rotting kennels as sheriff's officials jailed three others in a drug bust, according to records and the Indian River County Sheriff's Office. Officials with the sheriff's SWAT team April 7 executed a drug-related search warrant at an address in the 4300 block of 27th Avenue in the Gifford area, north of Vero Beach. They reported finding three male and three female dogs behind the home. Investigators say the pooches were in rotting or rotten kennels with access to food, no access to food, and no water in sight. At least two of the animals were described as being in various stages of malnourishment with their kennel covered in urine and feces, an affidavit says. At least one dog had severely overgrown nails and a possible eye infection. Angelina Marie Horskin, age 20, told investigators she owned the dogs and wondered why the SWAT team was there. Horskin was arrested on six misdemeanor unlawful confinement of animal charges. Animal control officials took custody of the dogs. 
A 22-page traffic report regarding Tiger Woods' accident back in February in Los Angeles reveals that the golfer thought he was back in Florida after the crash. The incident report states the golfer was acting in a manner consistent with someone suffering from shock. The report determined the former Masters champion was at fault for driving at an unsafe safe speed. Lastly, the Riptide Race Slide is now open at Aquatica at SeaWorld. It's the world's tallest dueling racer water slide. Riders begin at the top of a 68-foot tower in a two-person raft before racing down the 650-foot slide. The ride gives guests a full view of the entire park. Riptide Race is the 50th slide to open at Aquatica, and it's the second tallest slide at the park. Yesterday, some Major League Baseball scores. We had the Boston Red Sox 14-9 over Baltimore. The Pirates beat the Cubs 7-1. New York Yankees upsetting Tampa Bay 8-4 yesterday. Kansas City Royals over the White Sox 4-3. The Brewers beating St. Louis 9-3. And it was Philly over Atlanta by a score of 7-6. Our news time 6-50 with weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard next to Publix. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together, all brought to you by Waterway Dermatology. Dr. Ryan Schuring, located at 1050 Monterey Road in Stewart, bringing personalized health care back to dermatology the waterway. Bonnie? Well, it's a good time to be back out on the roadways, and Monday morning, if you're traveling back to work, it's a good morning. We're not finding any tie-ups, no accidents right here to report. And there's your latest look at traffic. 65 and partly cloudy in Stewart this morning. 38 with rain showers in Grand Island, Nebraska. Here's our forecast at WPTV. Still some lingering showers through about late morning, then clearing conditions throughout the day with highs in the low to mid-80s. High pressure builds into the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday, and things dry out for a couple of days. Highs in the low to mid-80s with mostly sunny skies. By the end of the work week, another front moves in, returning the chance for scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid 80 The front stalls out across the area over the weekend, keeping our weather pattern unsettled. Showers and storms possible through the weekend with highs in the mid-80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station.
No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Around Town Magazine is in their 43rd year of publishing. On the cover, Florida Orthopedic Specialists. Our goal is to make treatment a one-stop shop for our patients, providing university orthopedics in a community setting. On the back cover, Hospice of Okeechobee and Chapters Health Hospice, a special kind of caring since 1983. The 43rd Florida Lifestyle voted the best communities to live, including Indianwood Golf and Country Club, Middlewood Golf and Tennis, Doris Clemens Interiors, including 55-plus Living, the Palms of St. Lucie West, Medicana, Boulevard, Boynton Beach Nursing and Rehab Centers, and the Sunrise Theater, safe, fun resorts and attractions, Davis House Inn, Courtyard Marriott, New World of Medicine, Conviva Care Center for Seniors, New Dining, Renato's and Josephine's Ristorante, 2J's Gourmet Deli, Around Town Magazine is power-packed with Nice Air over 47 years, Lotus Gunworks, Mid-Florida Credit Union, Flagler Museum, Celebration of Life Begins with ACOC Funeral Homes, and so much more. With your vegetable and specialty crop news on the Southeast Agnet, I'm Abby Taylor. Florida farmers may be able to grow hemp in 2020 regardless of approval from the federal government on rule changes. According to a report from the News Service of Florida, Holly Bell, Florida's Director of Cannabis, told the Senate Agriculture Committee on Tuesday that if all goes well, the State Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services permitting for hemp could be available to farmers by the end of the year, with seeds in the ground in the spring. A potential holdup remains in the White House Office of Management and Budget signing off on new U.S. Department of Agriculture hemp cultivation regulations. However, Bell said Florida could follow other states that have allowed farmers to proceed based on an assumption the federal government will approve the new regulations, which clarify changes regarding the definition of hemp separate from federally prohibited marijuana made in a 2018 federal farm bill. According to Bell, several states, including Colorado, Vermont, New York, Kentucky, and Tennessee, have allowed farmers to proceed with hemp production after submitting their state plans months ago and haven't faced federal intervention. Year in, year out, crop pests and diseases make it tough for Florida citrus growers. It's up to the next generation of growers to protect the state's citrus production legacy. That's why FMC and Agnet Media, the publisher of Citrus Industry Magazine, are supporting students pursuing careers in citrus horticulture with FMC Citrus Ag Production Scholarships. Learn more and apply at citrusindustry.net slash caps. That's citrusindustry.net slash caps. Welcome to the All In for Citrus podcast. There's a new resource available that brings all of Florida's citrus research together, delivering it right to you on your computer, phone, or tablet. Introducing the All In for Citrus podcast from UF IFAS in partnership with Southeast Agnet. The monthly series spans the Sunshine State with research project updates from the UF IFAS statewide citrus team. Listen to the latest episode by searching All In for Citrus on iTunes, your favorite podcasting application, or at citrusindustry.net. I'm Abby Taylor for Southeast Agnet. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. And now, more brutally honest slogans for products and brands. IKEA. Visit for the meatballs. Stay because you can't find your way out. YouTube. Where the world watches ads. 
Taco Bell. We make 32 different things with the same five ingredients. Why mess with perfection? And Q-tips. Listen, from a liability standpoint, we have to tell you not to stick these in your ears. But we're not your mother, so do whatever the hell you want with them. And this has been more brutally honest slogans for products and brands. Well, that's about as brutal as it get uh, honest it could be as far as uh, pertaining to Q-tips. Yeah, uh, with a Q-tip, you want it to stick in your ear, but you don't want to keep it in your ear and walk around with the things. That just wouldn't in look your like ears. you'd look like you have antennas on. Yeah, it would. <laughs> that definitely wouldn't look right. And you don't definitely don't want to uh, walk into something sideways with a Q-tip sticking there in no, your ear. It could no, be fatal. No, definitely it could be fatal. Uh, coming up in the eight o'clock hour today, Dr. John Malay is going to be here from the Martin County School System. We'll get an update from him on. All things pertaining to the uh, school board, Bonnie. Yeah, I can't wait to tell Dr. John Millay about all of the wonderful kids that I met out at the Sailfish Splash Water Park this weekend. Mm-hmm. Martin County has a, a great, great host of youth in the area. They definitely do, without a doubt. Very respectful youth, and, and that's all we really ask is is that our, our youth just be respectful to their elders um, and just kind of, you know, just mind, mind them. Yep, and there was uh, there were a couple of youths that were respectful to me when after we ate lunch and I walked out into the splash area mm-hmm. where they have two youths had those big water squirting guns to squirt at you, right. and I was feeling a mite bit cold after lunch, but they had mercy on one Bonnie Ashley. Me, I would I would I would have sprayed you down <laughs> like no tomorrow. <laughs> I'd have had you freeze. I would have. I think I would have kicked and splashed some water right back at you, Evan. Not a problem. You got <laughs> it. I, uh, we're going to take a short pause for the cause. Hour number two of the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie just around the corner, right here at WSTU Stewart Martin County's Heritage Station. Flashbangs and tear gas on protesters hours after a black man was shot and killed fleeing an arrest at a traffic stop. Fox's Mike Tobin was in the middle of the unrest last night. You have the row of police officers in their riot gear. They do have their gas masks on, truncheons at the ready. They also have a tactical vehicle with them from the sheriff's department. There have been hundreds and hundreds of protesters out here, but their numbers have decreased dramatically because the police deployed a bunch of smoke here, and that ran all the demonstrators off. Some stores were also looted. The town of Windsor, Virginia has fired a police officer accused of pepper spraying a black army officer and pointing a gun at him at a December traffic stop. There's been a surge in COVID cases in several Midwest states lately, including Michigan. Governor Gretchen Whitmer tells CBS Face the Nation they need more vaccine doses. What's happening in Michigan today could be what's happening in other states tomorrow, and so it's on all of us to recognize we can squash where we're seeing hot spots. There's also been a surge in several other countries, but in Britain, they're celebrating today. Fox's Simon Owens live in London. 
The day pubs, restaurants, hairdressers, gyms and shops can all reopen in England. Today, a three-month coronavirus lockdown is being relaxed. Some pubs opened on the stroke of midnight, the moment the rules were lifted. It's social board game, isn't it? That's the thing, because we've all missed it. But I know we've had two, and we're still going to be, be sensible, we hope, because we don't want another lockdown. The catch is pubs and restaurants can only serve outdoors for now, but despite chilly weather here, many are planning meals and drinks. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson... Johnson is urging people to behave responsibly. Dave? Simon, President Biden will gather today with lawmakers from both parties pushing his two-plus trillion dollar infrastructure plan Republicans called too big with a tax hike they oppose. America's listening to Fox News. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh -huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Now, Newsmax is asking if you approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and trillions in spending. And did President Trump do a better job? Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. Let us know who you like better, Trump or Biden. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Text RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. And watch Newsmax today. The world is on pace to hit another ominous COVID milestone this week. Three million total coronavirus deaths. We're just 63,000 shy of that. More people have died in the U.S. than any other country. And some grieving families are getting some financial help. FEMA's COVID burial assistance program will provide up to $9,000 for each funeral. FEMA says applicants must be, quote, a U.S. citizen, non-citizen national, or qualified alien who paid for funeral expenses after January 20th, 2020. In addition, the applicant must show a death certificate that states that the death occurred in the U.S. and was caused by or likely the result of COVID-19. It's open to families regardless of their income, but they cannot have already received similar benefits through another program. To apply, call 844-684-6333 or get more information at FEMA.gov. Look for the COVID funeral assistance link on the site's front page. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The head of the Fed worries a COVID surge could be a risk to the economy's recovery, but Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell also told CBS 60 Minutes he expects a big economic growth this year, and it's highly unlikely they would raise interest rates. On Wall Street, stock futures are falling before this week's trading. History at the Masters. No, I'm not talking about the protests outside the course, angry over Georgia's new election law. The winning golfer comes far from Augusta. Entering Sunday, Hideki Matsuyama hadn't won on the PGA Tour in nearly four years. What better place to break a drought than Augusta National? The 29-year-old shot a final round 73 to finish the tournament 10 under, one shot clear of Will Zalatoris to earn the green jacket. His playing partner for the final round, Xander Shoffley, finished tied for third with Jordan Spieth at 7 under par. With the win, Matsuyama became the first Japanese man to win a major championship on the PGA Tour. Ryan Mayer. Fox News. Martin Truex Jr. won the NASCAR race. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
Unfortunately, in today's litigious society, too many Americans fail to have an effective estate plan and asset protection strategy. I'm attorney TJ Heineman, and I've been counseling families, businesses, and executives for 20 years. I can help you preserve your wealth, safeguard your assets, and protect your family. My law firm specializes in estate planning and administration, asset protection, corporate law, and real estate. For a free copy of my family estate planning survival guide or a free consultation in my Palm City office, call me, TJ Heineman, at 888-5667. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative, but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. Did you know Social Security has literally hundreds of ways you can file? It's not just about how long you're going to live. It's about minimizing taxes and maximizing income when combining investments and pensions. I'm Denny Artachi, a certified Social Security claiming strategist. Call me at 561-537-5897 and get your optimization report so you can make an intelligent decision on when and how to collect your benefit. 561-537-5897. Call the Lott Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lot Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, Live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Madam Announcer. It is Monday, April the 12th, 2021. I am ready to be back on the air. I am bursting with all new provocative takes on things. That's right. I am always ready to be on the air. Today's broadcast is being simulcast in broken English. Oh, broken English. Okay, well, that's a new language for us. Okay, here we go. That's right. Okay, here we go with our number two. It is 7.08. Mr. Clock, would you certify? It's now... 7.08 a.m. And the top of the morning to you, Miss Bonnie. How are you and yours today? I'm good and okay. Here we go. Back to the OK Corral. Oh, yes. everything is good. For shizzle, without a doubt. Wyatt Earp along too. Yes, for shizzle, without a doubt. Without further ado, let's get to birthdays and anniversaries. Let's see how many of these we don't know for a Monday morning. Uh, what do you have for me, first and foremost, Bonnie? Happy birthday to Jerry in central Wisconsin, Jerry K. Happy birthday, and sometimes he takes a little listen to us, too, Evan, oh. on, on our Facebook. Okay. He's not a writer of the page, but Jerry, if you're watching, happy birthday and good morning. And happy birthday to you, Mr. Jerry. Uh, Suarez Ronan is 27 years old today. That's Hannah. 
from the Lovely Bones. I have no idea who that is. Lovely Bones. Now, I've heard of the program, but mm-hmm. we have so many shows to choose from. It's just one of those that I haven't watched yeah. yet. Jesse James Decker is 33. That's the country music singer. Do you know who that is? Just like I don't. Jesse James. I have no idea I, who that is. I think Cher had a song, didn't she, at one time? I don't it's know. just like Jesse James. It wasn't a I don't bit. know. Now, that Jesse James you just mentioned, I'm not aware of. Okay. But um, You can yeah. add that to your repertoire when you do your concert. Just like Jesse James. <laughs> I don't think Cher would be very proud of that. Sure, you could do a cover. Why not? Lana Glazer is 34. That's Broad City star. Brooklyn Decker is 34. A smoking hot blonde from Sports Illustrated cover model. Plays Jane Fonda's daughter on Mallory on the Netflix series Grace and Frankie. Uh, Brendan Urey is 34. That's a lead singer of Panic at the Disco. Matt McGorry is 35. That's Asher on How to Get Away with Murder. Easton Corbin, 39 years old today, country music artist. Do you know that country music I do. artist? I do I know who Easton thought, Corbin is. I thought you might. Finally, somebody I know on this list. That's a new country music artist. I've been not, around for a while. I'm not real familiar with yep. Easton as a gentleman. Yes, Easton uh-huh. Corbin, yes. Claire Danes is 42. That's the counterterrorism agent Carrie Matheson. Um, Jennifer Morrison is 42. That's Emma Swan on uh, Once Upon a Time. Marley Shelton, 47. It's Judy Hicks and Scream 4. Shannon Doherty is 50 years old today. We all know who she is. Well, we're still glad that she's around, too. She had like a serious bout not too long ago yep. with breast cancer. And I hope I, I'm just hoping I don't see any news yep. that that's uh, come out of remission or anything. Nope. Vince Gill, 64. David Letterman, 74 years old today. You know who's looking a lot like David Letterman lately? Me. <laughs> well... <laughs> Not even no. close. Okay. Um, our good, our Santa good, Claus. Our good friend and Santa Claus, too, is in yeah. that category. Cliff Desmond. Oh, yeah. Have, have you seen him lately? Uh, no, but I've heard. When I was up there the last time, he yeah. would come in in the morning sporting a really dandy, this really dandy sort of beard. Well, he got rid of his hair and dropped down to his face. <laughs> and it re- there you go. He looks good with it. Yep. But it reminded me of David Letterman, of course. Celebrating birthdays <laughs> in the heavens. David Cassidy in 2017 passed away in the one and only Tiny Tim, Mr. Tiptoe Through the Tulips, passed away in 1996. Oh, yeah. Today is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, so when you get home, Bonnie, slap some toast on a frying pan, butter it up, a couple of slices of American cheese, and you're all good to go. Now, is that your favorite cheesy kind of delight? Um, Anything made made with cheese, is is yours like a grilled cheese sandwich? That and a cup of tomato soup, and I'm very content. Oh, with the tomato soup. That's like heaven. And, uh, you know, it's good when you get one at like a Panera Bread. For shizzle. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. The the favorite, I think the favorite cheesy thing that's made, though, Mm -hmm. I read in a survey this morning, Mm -hmm. is pizza. Oh. Followed by okay. a grilled cheese sandwich, which right. is tied with mac and cheese. Very nice. That's a very competitive group right there. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Who's this? Yeah, man. Oh, it's Fredo. Hey, Fredo. How are you? Hi, Bonnie. Hi, baby. How you doing? I have a feeling Fredo is going to like make us a sandwich or something this morning. Are you? No, gonna... no, no. You were talking about water parks. I want to talk to talk to you about Fredo's water park. Yeah, man. Oh, Ooh, you have wow. a water, water park. park. Whoa, a new water park that we can travel to. All right, yeah, tell me about man. it. Yeah, man. You jump off a big cliff, jump into the water. That's one of the rides right there. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. And then <laughs> jump on a rope. Land in the lake, 
Yeah. All right, that's the next ride. And then you got the squirt me with the hose ride. Yeah, man. <laughs> the squirt me with the hose ride. Mm. Yeah, man. Okay. And then after walking around in the sun all day, you can go to our hot soup oh. concession stand. Yeah, man. Hot soup concession stand. And okay. enjoy a grilled yeah. cheese sandwich made by Fredo. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then we got a new ride. It's the peak in the hole ride. Yeah, you do the peak and we'll provide the hole. Yeah, man. <laughs> peak in the <laughs> hole ride. Never heard of that yeah, one man. before. That yeah, sounds Fredo's a little Water bit. Park opened up this weekend. Yeah, man. Hey, I got to ask you. you a, I, have to, I have to ask you a question. Yeah, man. Rumor has it that you were incognito at this wedding that Phil and I <laughs> were at this Saturday that I DJed. You oh, were you yeah, were you were yeah. dressed up mm. incognito, so we would not recognize you. Is that true? All I did was wear a hat. Yeah, man, you didn't recognize me because I had a hat on. That's what it was. You didn't see my beautiful head. Hair. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. Did you? All right. Since you were there, yeah. Did you hear one of the best man speeches or one of the speeches? What they said to the groom? Yeah, yeah. It was just like have a good time, and he. Put the mic down and walked down and sat back down. That was it. Yeah, man. That was it. Have a good yeah. time. Have a good time. That was it. Yeah. Did he mean a good yeah. time at the wedding or a good time in life in general? He just or... said, eat, drink, be merry, have a good time. He put the mic down. He went and sat back down. Started okay. making out with his girl. Yeah, man. Because he's man. That was yeah, it. Man. But there was another speech that really took me something about Death. I I forget what the guy what the I, guy I don't said. Know. I, I I was too busy uh, trying to score with one of the bridesmaids at that point. Oh, yeah, man. Fredo, come yeah, on. Man. Wow. Yeah, man. That just can't happen. Did you they kick you out of? That. Did they kick you out of the wedding because you were wearing a hat? Wasn't this like a white tie affair? Oh no! You should no. You should have seen someone. There was someone with a ball cap on, with a beard, <laughs> t-shirt. Yeah, man. There was one dude there. Was like that. But Evans, I must say, I was impressed with that photo booth. Yeah, man, that you got. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Okay. You like that, huh? Yeah, a little mirror photo booth, you know, and everything else. And I was like, you know, just sitting there just watching everything going on. You that was some debauchery going on over there. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, it was quite the shindig, oh. wasn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, I went over there, took a picture, yeah, man, and uh by the way, there was a lot of plastic in that room the other night. Man, you would have melted all that plastic. You could have made a chair out of that thing. It was just, uh, what kind of plastic? Was oh, it? you can guess. Kind of surgery plastic, if you know what I mean. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe you just said and, that. And the guy was running the photo booth, man. What is he, Santa Claus? That hair was so white. I thought I could see through it. Yeah, man. <laughs> That was my business partner, Russ. Oh, Russ, yeah, he was cool, manly. Yeah, I, I offered that I gave him a gift card to uh, my medallion man company. Yeah, why man. did I know you were going to oh. say that? Yeah, man, and Phil was out there dancing again, doing the electric slide, and then you were just sitting there <laughs> trying to get the guy to do the whole thing with the gata and everything else. And yeah, man, oh, you, you would have had some fun. Did a lot you... of beer drinking. A lot of beer drinking. Oh, yeah. boy, was there ever a lot of beer drinking at yeah. this party. Did any beer spill all over you, or did you come home with any under your clothes, or, or did it get that wild? No, nah, I was good. I you know, I just had my little scotch. Yeah, that's a scotch and Perrier. Oh. Yeah, man. Sounds like, scotch did you bring in your own? He probably, he probably smuggled did, in his yeah. own. No, yeah, he Franco. probably smuggled his own in. So yeah. did you get a cute bridesmaid to sit with you in the photo booth? and? Get oh, some yeah, good- yeah, 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 yeah. But I tell you one thing, that photo booth, 
I see that many that much panty since I did a raid at a at a high in college. Yeah, man, that's a panty raid there. Yeah, man. What? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People got a little obscene in the photo booth. Oh my yeah. God. We're not going to go into any more detail about wow. that. And, yeah. get, and get into the beer thing, man. That grew. Woo. Yeah, man. I was even man drinking all that beer. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Whoa. beer going. There was a lot of beer. Was this like what? a it's wedding Jupiter or a, Farms. a wedding or a carnival? No, a carnival. <laughs> I mean, oh, you got- yeah, you should have seen me. You had a little Ferris wheel out back, you know, and everything else. <laughs> yeah, a little, little, little horse and pony ride going on. Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. And then it poured, too, didn't yeah. it? Oh. Yeah. It rained so much, I saw a bird put sandbags around her nest. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> a bird putting sandbags around her nest. Wow. I've never heard of that one before. Jeez. Yeah, man. You yeah, know the man, most Bobby, unfortunate. You been there. The most un- like the most un- Would you shut up for a minute, please, and let hey, me talk? Hey, we talk too like Thank that. Thank you. All you right, know, come on. Um, so the most unfortunate thing happened to me um, Saturday night is my trailer lights went out, and I had to drive with no trailer lights oh, no. going home. Oh, how dangerous oh. that would yeah, have been! But I did figure out what it was. You know you how did I did a little electrical I took it to, thing. No, I took it to Fredo's Garage Service. Oh, yeah, man, we fixed them up real good yesterday. Fixed it up for me. Yeah, yeah, man. No, but you didn't have a lot of business yesterday, so you were able to take Evan right in for service. And... Yep. Oh yeah, Evan likes to be serviced as much as he can. Yeah, yep, man. Yep. They yeah. took real good care of me, servicing me at the. Uh, at, at Fredo's Garage Service, definitely. Yeah, man. So. Well, that's a good thing. Could be kind yes. of dangerous. Yeah, they fixed my trailer, and I've got lights now. That's good. Yes, oh. for sure. Whew. For shizzle, A sigh of say. relief. All right, Fredo, we got to run. Listen, you have a wonderful day, and uh, where are you going to be today, if you don't mind me asking? Well, today I'm doing a fish fry and foot massage. Yeah, man, fish fry, foot massage. I'm going to be over at West Palm Beach, man. There's a lot of money down there. So I'm going to be at Forest Hill and Military Trail today. Yeah, right in front of the Wawa. Foot massage yeah, mixed with fish fry. That just doesn't sound good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's no Wawa on Forest Hill and Military Trail, I hate to tell you. Well, there's a, the, the, you know, the alley out back, something like that. Oh. You, you know why? You know, I don't go, or the Cumberland Farms. That's it. The Cumberland Farms. Alley out back, yeah, man, right by the dump. Yeah, the, the, the Cumberland Farms is on Kirk Road in Forest. Right, don't get into the details here. I'll just be there. Don't worry about it. Just look <laughs> for the big fish and feet on the side of the trailer. Yeah, man. We just Say hope good- we know oh where gosh. you know where you're I gotta going. Get rid of this guy. Mm-hmm. He's just too much. Goodbye, Fredo. Yeah. All right, I don't know. Jeez, you know. <sighs> Man, fish fry and and feet. Fish fry that and feet. Just that sounds, just doesn't sound right. But so does feet and barbecue. You know, and sometimes he's serving up the barbecue and and working on people's feet. And well, as long as he's wearing gloves, I guess it's all right. I mean, it's sanitary. Yeah, I that mean, could be. I can't believe he was at the wedding. Barbecue your... foot sandwich. Oh. That just wouldn't taste right. <laughs> no. But yeah, Fredo. Um, Fredo was at the wedding in all his plunder, and um, he was incognito. Uh, I just found out that he had a hat on. That's why we didn't recognize him. Uh, and um, yeah, it was um, quite, quite, uh, quite a bit interesting. I'm sure he was the one drinking all the beer. Probably so. Seven twenty right now. It's news time. We're going to take a trip just across the hall, down the road, and. On the other side of the street, where Bonnie's standing by at the news desk. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The strong storms that moved through Martin County on Sunday afternoon brought hail, wind, and took down trees. WPTV Stephanie Suskind has this report from Hope Sound yesterday. 
Yes, good evening. You know, you see all of the debris right here. This is all from trees that came down in this Hope Hills neighborhood. And everything from here to the stop sign is all from a tree that was down across the road over here. This is at Flamingo Drive and Duncan Street. Now we'll show you what it looked like earlier as Martin County fire crews came out here pretty quickly. They had their chainsaws and they were ready to go. They were taking down, down those tree limbs to make way so that cars could pass through the road again. All of the neighbors out here all came together to help. It was really a team effort to get the roadway clear. And we spoke to the man who has the property where that tree came down. He says it's been here as long as he has. And he knew the storm was bad, but he didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know it was going to take this thing down the way it did. It got the root ball and everything. Took it all right out of the ground. We got to get rid of it. And thank God I didn't have to do it by myself. Yes, again, certainly a team effort out here in this neighborhood. Now, the good news out here, nobody was hurt with all of this. Again, some trees down and some power out. In fact, we just saw an FPL truck go through here a few moments ago. But all in all, everyone now is doing okay. Reporting live in Hope Sound, Stephanie Suskind, WPTV News Channel 5. In Boca Raton, a Florida woman who claimed she is Harry Potter fatally struck a federal judge visiting from New York and seriously injured a six-year-old boy after swerving her car onto a sidewalk. Natasha Snape, age 23, is charged with vehicle air homicide and other felonies for Friday's crash that killed District Judge Sandra Feirstein, age 75, who served in the East Eastern District of New York since 2003. The boy, Anthony Ochinikov, was taken to the hospital, but his condition Sunday could not be determined. According to court records, witnesses told Boca Raton police that Snape was driving erratically, going around stopped traffic on a busy road when she drove onto a sidewalk and struck Feirstein. Snape then drove back in, onto the roadway, striking the boy in a crosswalk. Police say Snape then fled into neighboring Delray Beach, where she crashed a Delray police officer said Snape appeared to be having convulsions but was able to get out of the car. She stared into space and would only say she was okay. She remained jailed Sunday on $60,000 bond. The Palm Beach County Public Defender's Office was not open Sunday and has a policy of not speaking about its cases. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody says young people who become crime victims are more likely to commit crimes themselves as they grow up. She's partnering with the Urban League in four Florida counties to break the cycle with a new program called Thrive. We can offer the resources, the thoughtful guidance, and the support structure they may not otherwise have to lead them on a road to effective recovery from that trauma. Moody says the program will offer support and guidance for young victims. It'll be offered at first in four Florida counties, Broward, Pinellas, Duval, and Leon. A 22-page traffic report regarding Tiger Woods' accident back in February in Los Angeles reveals the golfer thought he was back in Florida after the crash. The incident report states the golfer was acting in a manner consistent with someone suffering from shock. The report determined the former Masters champion was at fault for driving at an unsafe speed. Earl Simmons, the rapper better known as DMX, died on Friday at White Plains Hospital in White Plains, New York, one week after suffering a heart attack. He was 50 years old. 
Simmons' family said they were deeply saddened to announce the rapper's death, adding that he died with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days. Lastly, the Riptide Race Slide is now open at Aquatica at SeaWorld. It's the world's tallest dueling racer water slide. Riders begin at the top of a 68-foot tower in a two-person raft before racing down the 650-foot slide. The ride gives guests a full view of the entire park. Riptide Race is the 50th slide to open at Aquatica, and it's the second tallest slide at the park. Another boxing legend is stepping back into the ring. Evander Holyfield will fight Kevin McBride in an exhibition on June 5. Holyfield, age 58, joins the trend of retired boxers crashing in on exhibition bouts. The highest profile exhibition bout featured Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. on a thriller card in November 2020 that reportedly sold 1.6 million pay-per-views. News time, we have 725, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. This will be another El Nino year, although a weaker one. So if you incurred roof damage in the last two years, Code Red Roofers is there to help you with all of your roofing needs. Code Red Roofers, the roofers who respond 24-7. And there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle, or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers, say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers, 844-4-CODE-RED. That's 844-4-CODE-RED. Seven twenty-six right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie, nothing happening traffic-wise. So we have a, like just a really good Monday morning ride. If you got to be there by eight, yes, you're going to be arriving on time. No tie-ups to report on our roadways this morning. There's your latest look at traffic. It's sixty-four, a cloudy sky in Port St. Lucie and in Portsmouth, England. 46 and cloudy. Here's our forecast at WPTV. Still some lingering showers through about late morning, then clearing conditions throughout the day with highs in the low to mid 80s. High pressure builds into the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday and things dry out for a couple of days. Highs in the low to mid 80s with mostly sunny skies. By the end of the work week, another front moves in, returning the chance for scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid 80. The front stalls out across the area over the weekend, keeping our weather pattern unsettled. Showers and storms possible through the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicating to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. 
The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Don't sweat in your boxers. Call the AC Doctors at 344-3944. York, install confidence. Contact the AC Doctors, acdoctorsinc.com. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bud. Here are the top things your beer would say if it could talk. Let's see. Which one of these uglies am I going to make you wake up next to in the morning? Put the mug away and drink me out of the can, you pompous jerk. Who in this bar should we arm wrestle tonight? You'll never understand how offensive 99 bottles of beer on the wall is to my people. What am I doing tonight? Trying to dissolve a urinal cake. And finally, I look forward to seeing you hugging your toilet again in a few hours. And that was the top things your beer would say if it could talk. That, of course, comes from Alexa, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. And only Alexa would know, right? Yeah. uh, The top things that uh, your beer would say if your beer could talk. So from that, we go to stupid news. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? So uh, we're going to take a trip up the road to Titusville, Florida, where there's a couple selling their home, Bonnie. Okay, and they've asked to have the property inspected uh, at the request of the buyers. Okay, so the buyers want to have the property inspected before they buy the home. Yeah, kind of a normal thing that would go along with buying a home. Yeah, exactly. So there's a nursery camera inside the home and a camera detected a little bit of movement in the house while the selling couple was not there. So the homeowners checked their phone and they caught the guy inside that's inspecting the house in the act of pleasuring himself with their baby's Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, yeah. That's very disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Now, after he got done, he returned the Tickle Me Elmo to the original place, and he just left. Now, police were notified, and the man was not found as of yet. This was the home inspector? Yeah, the home inspector. Oh, man. Yeah. That's nuts. Um, The police reached out to the inspection company, and they said that the man resigned... 
the day after the inspection. Plus, he also moved out of the area where he was living. Uh-huh. This guy's still at large. Oh, yikes. I wouldn't want him coming over to inspect my home and touching just, any of my things. That just gave me a whole new vision Yes. of next time I go to the toy department and I see a Tickle Me Elmo on the shelf, I'm I'm going to cringe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to cringe. Well, you know, don't let this uh, give you a distaste for every Tickle Me Elmo that you see out there, Evan, particularly the brand new ones on the store shelves. I'm, I'm just going to cringe. They're still cute, and they shouldn't be tainted. Uh, don't let that taint you from it. No, it's it's it's... It, it's just not right. Just going to give you a sick feeling all it's over gonna when you see one again. It's going to give me a complete again. sick feeling. Okay. I'm never going to be able to listen to Tickle Me Elmo do this. <laughs> it just makes me want to hug that one. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I really hope they find that guy. I hope so. Because that was just downright rude. Yep. Do you have any other stupid stories? I do. Um, I, I have tons. There's a spa out of Jacksonville, Florida, that's been hosting events called the Botox and Bubbles. I Botox I, and Bubbles. I think I have heard of this one. There isn't yeah. there a supposedly a supposedly Botox doctor that's in trouble. Yeah, people could go there and have a few drinks and get Botox injections. Now, I'm pretty sure the people going didn't think the doctor would be drinking. Oh, okay. He, okay. So he would the doctor kind of partying or, a little bit, well, providing the or, Botox. Yeah, or that he wouldn't be an actual doctor. The police in Jacksonville got a tip. Is his name Fredo? No. <laughs> <laughs> the police in Jacksonville, though, they got a tip that somebody shady was happening. Something shady was happening at these Botox and Bubble events. When a detective went undercover last month, they found out that, yes, indeed, it was true. There was shady activity going on. The yeah. person given the injections oh, man. was a 47-year-old guy by the name of Nelson Turin. And he's not even a doctor, even though... On the ads for Botox and Bubbles, he said he was, and he didn't have a medical license to be giving Botox injections either. Mm-hmm. And he was drinking a drink known as Four Locos. Four Locos? Four Locos. <laughs> what does that drink involve? Uh, <clears throat> Maybe um... Google it. Just Google okay. it. Yeah, it's it's high test fuel. Uh, he was drinking Four Locos while he was giving the injections. Finally, they caught up with him, and he was arrested on several charges, including practicing medicine without a license and possession of prescription drugs. Did you find out what Four Locos is? Four Locos contains carbonated water, sugar, and natural and artificial flavoring, including FD&C Red 40. It is 14% alcohol by volume. Oh, yeah. Depending on state regulations. That's lethal stuff. Mm-hmm. He was drinking... Four Locos. Not four of them, yeah. but it's called Four Locos. Well, the cans look real pretty. The p- cans come in yeah, well, like cans, those Yeah, the cans look real pretty, but colors. what's inside the can is not pretty. No. 
I think I heard too of a guy down in the Fort Lauderdale area that was pretty much like giving Botox in in his garage. Yeah, you know, kind of like kind of like garage sale. Yeah, Botox. That sounds and like something Fredo would do. Don't know how anybody can really get away with that for yeah. very long. Yeah, let's go to Chester Hill Borough, Pennsylvania, where state police were called to a Dollar General store after receiving a report of a woman wearing a hard hat, holding a crockpot lid as a shield, and carrying a bathroom scale. That's an interesting combination. Yeah, I mean, she could be wearing the crockpot lid as a hard hat. Well, no, she wasn't wearing it. She She, had the hard hat on. And carrying one. Holding a crockpot lid as a shield. Yeah. And carrying a bathroom scale. This sounds like a strange becoming story. Yeah. It turns out 25-year-old Tiffany Kerfoot was under the influence of drugs and believed people were chasing her and trying to hurt her. She also told the police that she just witnessed a murder on Roland Street where she lives with her boyfriend, 26-year-old Nicholas Rolls. When troopers went to investigate, Rolls told them there was no murder and that Kerfoot has a drug problem. As the police were walking out, a trooper spotted a glass marijuana pipe in the middle of the living room floor. Rolls is now charged with misdemeanor possession of drug paraphernalia, and Kerfoot, who was taken to the hospital, was cited for public drunkenness mm-hmm. with a crackpot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like she was having some strange hallucinations, too, of, of maybe witnessing a murder, some sort of thing. <sighs> Let's go to uh, Stillwater, Minnesota, where Sunday night a police officer spotted a 10-year-old kid doing 50 miles an hour in a minivan. A 10-year-old child doing 50 miles an hour in a minivan. (laughs) Yeah. Kid was all over the road and almost hit a tree before the cops parked his car in front of the minivan to stop it. And when asked, when he asked the kid what he was doing. Did he steal his grandma and gramps minivan? You're close. The kid said his parents were asleep, so he took the van. For a little cruise? Yeah, because he (laughs) wanted to buy some Cheerios for breakfast the next day. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Fortunately, nobody got hurt, and nobody's facing any charges. Yeah. Boy, he must have really wanted those Cheerios. Man. But I wonder what mom and dad were doing. Were they sleeping or something? They were sleeping, so he stole the keys. (laughs) Took the van oh. out for a joyride, went to the grocery store, got some Cheerios, and came home. Mom and Dad will probably be locking those keys up now in a safe. I would say so. Yeah. Um, we're going to go over to Germany, where a guy in his 20s robbed a bank last Tuesday. Guy pulls out a gun, demands money, and he took off with the bag of cash. But when the police asked the bank staff and the witnesses to describe the guy... They couldn't describe him. Because he was wearing a mask? No, because they were too distracted by his colorful 80s style tie. Oh. They were more concerned about what the tie looked like than than what the guy looked like. The eyes were on the tie. Yes. The police said, quote, he did it very cleverly. Everybody focused on the ugly tie and didn't pay attention to his face. So this guy's still out there at large. So if you rob a bank, make sure you're wearing some... So no, maybe, don't, don't give that advice. Maybe real nifty kind of shoes or something, like a colorful shoes where 
all of the attendants are looking down at your shoes. Yeah, they're looking at your feet. And not looking at you in the face. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I would not advise that. Children, don't 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 try that at home. <laughs> do your, not go out and rob your, a bank today. On your next robbery. Yeah, do no. not go out and rob a bank today, please. And don't wear a bright tie when you go do it. Just stay home. Not robbing a bank is, is I mean, robbing a bank is not a good idea. Um, there's a 34-year-old woman named Shantaria Story who went into a car dealership recently up in Winter Haven, Florida. Now, for those of you that don't know where Winter Haven is, that's in the central part of the state, a little more towards the west. Is it over by Ocala, maybe, or Claremont? No, Ocala area? is further north. Okay. Winter Haven is like if you're driving to Tampa. Oh, West. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Kind of like almost a straight shot across. Right. Went to the car dealership Monday night, and she asked to test drive a 2021 Chevy Equinox. Okay. Brand new 2021 Chevy Equinox. Now, the dealership has a policy during COVID where people take test drives by themselves without any employees in the car. So, you know what Shantaria did? She took the car and kept driving. And about two hours later, it was clear she wasn't coming back. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Oh. But she didn't realize that the car had something on it called OnStar. She didn't get very far, did she? Well, OnStar made it incredibly easy for police to track the car down. Mm-hmm. So they quickly found Shantiria and the stolen car, and she was arrested for grand theft. Auto. You should realize if you're going to attempt something like that, there's so much technology now yep. that they will have a way of tracking it. They're not just going to let you take that car out for a test drive on exactly. your own and not have it under surveillance of any kind. This last story I have this morning gives a whole new meaning to shipping something. Okay. Okay. There's a 75-year-old guy named Brian Robson who lives in the United Kingdom. Now, back in 1965, when he was only 19 years old, he got a job working with a railroad company in Melbourne, Australia. They flew the guy out to the job, but he became homesick and he hated the job. Now, unfortunately for him, he couldn't quit the job because he signed a two-year contract. His flight home would have cost him around 950 bucks, and he was making only $55 a week, Bonnie. So he came up with this brilliant scheme with two of his buddies at the job to mail him home in a wooden crate. <gasps> oh, how he wound morbid. up he, he wound up getting shipped, and he got shipped around for five days, and he says he was passing in and out of consciousness. Oh, how nightmarish this now, is. The, the, fam, the, the, the worker looked through a hole in the crate, a worker looked through the hole in the crate saw his and eyeball? saw him in there, oh. and they got him out in L.A. Oh, my god! He'd gosh. been shipped to the wrong place. Whoa. After U.S. officials figured out he was <laughs> a, not a threat, oh. when Pan American Airlines was in business back in the day. What an incredible story. They flew him home for free. Oh, man. I wonder how many... Uh, destination points he was shipped to and how many places he had been to I don't know but I wonder crate. I wonder if he had frequent flyer miles Yeah and what his frequent flyer miles number was 
Mm-hmm. I mean, poor guy. And being in that crate, he probably wished he was still working on the railroad in yeah. Melbourne. Wow. Poor guy. Yeah. So there's your stupid news for Monday, <laughs> April the 12th. That's an incredible story. 2021. Evan. From the stupid stuff, we now go to the real stuff. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town and precious metals anywhere, go see our good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here is Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Well, good morning. As the pandemic continues, Florida Education Commissioner Richard Corcoran issued an executive order on Friday allowing high school seniors to graduate even if they don't take or perform poorly on state exams. The order also covers promotion of third graders and grades earned in specific classes by middle and high school students. Almost a third of Florida's public school students have been studying from home online because of COVID-19. More calls coming for the CDC to allow cruises to get back to business as usual from Florida ports. Florida GOP Congressman Carlos Jimenez says cruises are sailing from Europe and the Bahamas. There is no reason why we can't get the CDC to at least, please, give us a timetable, tell the cruise industry exactly what it is they need to do, and let's get going. There is no reason on earth why the cruise industry can't be up and sailing this summer. The plea comes a day after Governor DeSantis announced a lawsuit against the CDC to lift the no-sale order issued over a year ago. Florida's ports are responsible for hundreds of thousands of jobs and billions of dollars in revenue. The village of Indiantown is experiencing a temporary citywide water outage. Maintenance crews are addressing the interruption. Once water service resumes, a 72-hour precautionary boil water notice will be in effect. Traditionally, many schools would be entering prom season, but with the pandemic, some traditions had to change. Over at Martin County High School, a semi-formal was held outside for the class of 2021 on Saturday. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. From food trucks to movies, seniors here at Martin County High School came together one last time before graduation. So I'm just really excited because, again, it was for all for like us. This is the second year Martin County students had to go through a pandemic. For the class of 2021 over at Martin County High School, it was important to hold this semi-formal. And we wanted to come together one more time as a class and like celebrate all the cool stuff that we were able to do this year and over the course of our four years. School leaders say it wasn't in the best interest for student safety to hold a traditional prom. Each high school in the district put out a senior survey and having the students' voices heard. We're very proud. Um, we knew that you know the students helped put these together, so we hope that it would be something they'd want to participate in and be memorable for them. But to see them all come together, you know, especially tonight, the weather isn't the greatest, but they're still out, they're still with their friends, they're having a good time, and they're being safe. And that's what it's really all about. Students enjoyed food and even cast a vote for senior class king and queen and taking pictures to celebrate their last year and making a long-lasting memory. The unity, because I think like nothing brings people more together than a common problem. And when common problems, we bring up common solutions. And I think it was really cool when we had that group of us just kind of come together and we were all working towards a goal to make sure that we could remember this part of senior year. 
And graduation is going to be in mid-May. We're told it's going to happen in person at the school stadium, socially distant. For now, in Martin County, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. Well, lastly, Netflix has indefinitely postponed a documentary about Princess Diana's famous 1995 BBC interview following news of Prince Philip's death Friday. Diana, the interview that shocked the world was scheduled to premiere Sunday, but has been pushed back to an undisclosed date, Netflix confirmed. The interview was released last year in several countries. The 90-minute documentary is focused on Princess Diana's panorama interview where she spoke candidly about uh, from Kensington Palace about her failed marriage to Prince Charles, confirmed rumors of his infidelity with a second wife, Camilla Parker Bowles, and her past struggles with depression and bulimia. Coach Charlie Wilson's IRSC Pioneers will move on to the NJCAA National Tournament for just the second time in Indian River State College history. The Pioneers will play Dawson College of Montana, who is debuting on the national stage. The Pioneers enter the Nationals with an 18-3 record. The Pioneers made it to the state finals after an 89-69 win over Jacksonville. News time, we have 749, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored, and then the tears came. Hi. This is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard next to Publix. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. the time right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together, all brought to you by Waterway Dermatology. Dr. Ryan Schering, located at 1050 Monterey Road in Stewart, bringing personalized health care back to dermatology, the waterway. Bonnie? Things are looking fine on our roadways on this Monday morning for Stewart. The turnpike looks good. I-95 looking good north and southbound, including Martin and St. Lucie County. Here's, and there's your latest look at traffic and it's partly cloudy we have 65 in palm city in ashland wisconsin this morning 39 with rain showers here's our weather at wptv still some lingering showers through about late morning then clearing conditions throughout the day with highs in the low to mid 80s high pressure builds into the forecast for tuesday and wednesday and things dry out for a couple of days Highs in the low to mid-80s with mostly sunny skies. 
By the end of the work week, another front moves in, returning the chance for scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid-80, the front stalls out across the area over the weekend, keeping our weather pattern unsettled. Showers and storms possible through the weekend with highs in the mid-80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. stumped for a business you can trust the martin county business exchange has more than 70 companies you can count on for good service and fair prices whether it's for you your house or your office get online at mcbiz.us you'll find local businesses you can count on for quality service and fair prices visit mcbiz.us martin county business exchange it's just good business with any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one -on -one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Today in Ag News, I'm a Southeast Agnet. Week 6 of the 2021 Florida Legislative Session saw action on the state budget. Both the House and Senate passed their individual budgets. And according to Director of Governmental Affairs of the Florida Cattlemen's Association, Sam Ard, there are some differences to be worked out. Yeah, the House and Senate are ready to go into conference. There are a few budget differences as far as we are concerned from the cattle industry side. The Cattle Enhancement Board, which funds our research projects, you know, the, the Senate has $1 million in their budget for that program. The House has yet to fund it, which is where we've been for the last four years as we go into the conference process. And the Senate has funded land conservation programs at $50 million through the Division of State Lands and they're looking at the rural family land type program. They're not funding the, the Division of Agriculture, though. They're funding through DEP. The House has $100 million for their programs. So there are some differences to be worked out, and, and we think they will. They're, they're really not that far apart, and they will work that out over the next week. So basically, with three weeks left to go on the session, we're just kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty on everything right now, aren't we? Yeah, that's the way the system is designed to work. Most of the bills are passed during the last week, but that gives the chance for the committee process to work and for differences to be worked out. The Florida legislative session is scheduled to end April 30th. Learn more about this on our website, southeastagnet.com. For generations, we've worked the land. We've faced hardships and uncertainty before. But you can depend on Florida's farmers. We will continue to rise before dawn and harvest our crops, ensuring that Florida-grown fruits and vegetables are in your stores and that your family is fed. We are providers for our families and yours. We're Florida's partners, and we're in this together. 
Ed Wiseman, Southeast Agnes. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan. How and many Bonnie. times have you gone to the store and said, "Hey, how come I can't find any boxes?" Well, now you can. Hi, this is Ken from Ken's Boxes and Things. Say, do you need a box? Well, we have boxes. We have big boxes. And we have little boxes. Why drive all over town looking for boxes? We are, we are your one-stop box shop. For all of your box wants and needs. Mention that you heard this ad and get a free box with the purchase of any 15 other boxes. <laughs> I just love your boxes, Ken. Ha! Huh. Yes, I hear that all the time. Ken's Boxes and Things. For, your, for when you need a box. <laughs> Ken's Boxes. I like those decorative, kind of colorful boxes. Well, you know, that that's you can there, get. there's an entrepreneur right there, just like Fredo, started his own business. It's called Ken's Boxes and Things. You know, one time for Christmas, this isn't funny, Evan, but somebody gave me a box and it was like an empty box. That was it? Yeah. It Nothing was, in it? Just a box. It was crazy. It was my father in law at the time, and his wife would pick out things for people during the holidays and birthdays. Yeah, and they it's crazy. They just gave me this empty decorative kind of box. Really? It was really kind of pretty, but it was uh, weird because it was like old too, like they got it from a garage sale or something. Wow. Have you ever gotten an empty box? No. Well, now I can say I have. <laughs> you got an empty box for Christmas. Yeah. With nothing in it. Yeah. Just air. You Just bet. a whole lot of air. Yeah. Maybe they boxed up some air from another state and they gave it to you. Well, it didn't say that on any kind of a card or a label. So and I it was wrapped in, in Christmas paper and everything? Don't know what was so special about it. <laughs> now, was it was it shipped to you? No, it was just uh, given, I guess... Somebody brought a relative brought it over and you know said, "Hey, these are from your in-laws." Okay, so so they went under the tree, <laughs> they went under the tree, yeah. And then Christmas morning, you opened a box. The box felt a little light to you. Yes. Okay, and you unwrapped it, took that pretty bow off of it, mm-hmm. and you opened the box, and you looked in, and there was nothing. Yeah, and I was hoping they would fill it with some jewels for me that were coming my way or something, but you know, that 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 I didn't marry a prince, so that just never happened. <laughs> I have never heard of somebody getting an empty box for Christmas. I know, and I was all boxed up about it for the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> was, an empty it's true. box. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> If you've ever received an empty box for Christmas, I would love to know about it. You know how to reach me. Just call the number, 220-9788. We'll talk about Strange it. Strange but true. You can lay on our couch and we'll have a conversation. We're WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station, home of the empty box for Christmas. We'll be back right after this.
protest in Minnesota. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. On the eve of the third week of fired officer Derek Chauvin's murder trial and George Floyd's death in Minneapolis, hundreds took to the streets in Brooklyn's center, a suburb. Some threw rocks at police who fired back with tear gas. Stores were also looted in the anger over a black man's death at a traffic stop yesterday. Police say they pulled the driver over for an outstanding warrant, and as they took the driver into custody, he somehow re-entered the car. And that's when things turned deadly. An officer shot the driver. The car traveled a few blocks before hitting another car. The driver died at the scene, and a female passenger was taken into a local hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. That's Minnie Hicks with Fox 9 TV. President Biden will be selling his infrastructure plan today, meeting with lawmakers from both parties, but... Republicans may not be buying it. Fox's Tanya J. Powers has more live. Today, the president continues the push for his $2.3 trillion infrastructure package. GOP members don't like the idea of using a corporate tax hike to pay for it. And Mississippi Republican Senator Roger Wicker balked at the price tag on ABC's This Week. This um, trillion-dollar number is uh, way too high for me. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said on Fox News Sunday that the plan is popular among voters. Uh, we don't have a lot of work to do to persuade the American people that U.S. infrastructure needs major improvement. The American people already know it. The White House underscoring it with state numbers on the dire shape of roads, bridges, the power grid, and affordable housing. Dave. Tanya Iran is accusing Israel of nuclear terrorism and threatening revenge. Blaming Israel for a blackout over the weekend at Iran's main uranium enrichment facility. Israeli media has been reporting a cyber attack, a cyber attack caused damage, sending Iran's progress back months. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is in Israel for talks. America's listening to Fox News. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Mm -hmm. sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm -hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Millions are tuning into Newsmax TV and going to Newsmax.com for real news. Now, Newsmax is asking if you approve of Joe Biden, his policies, and trillions in spending. And did President Trump do a better job? Vote in the Newsmax poll. Just text the word RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. Let us know who you like better, Trump or Biden. Vote in the Newsmax poll. Text RESPOND to 39747. That's RESPOND to 39747. And watch Newsmax today. Several states in the Midwest are seeing a rise in COVID cases and hospitalizations. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer tells CBS Face the Nation. We are seeing a surge because of these variants, and that's precisely why we're really um, encouraging them to think about surging vaccines into the state of Michigan. There are also surges from Brazil to France to India as the World Health Organization keeps facing pushback over a report on how this coronavirus crisis started Though it's uh, led with a lot of skepticism, critics claim China didn't allow enough investigation into a lab some people suspect. Secretary of State Tony Blinken on NBC's Meet the Press said while the World Health Organization's report on the origin of COVID was inconclusive, China failed to take several steps at the outset. In real time, give access to international experts. In real time, to share information. In real time, 
to uh, uh, provide real transparency. For those reasons, he says the virus spread faster with perhaps more deadly results. Blinken says this shows that a better global health security system is needed to get ahead of the next pandemic. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Blinken is headed to Brussels next for NATO talks. Already in prison, Harvey Weinstein could face even more time behind bars. Fox News has learned that Harvey Weinstein was secretly indicted on rape charges by a Los Angeles grand jury a couple of weeks ago that should facilitate the extradition of the Hollywood producer from New York so that he can be tried. Weinstein faces 11 counts in California, including rape and sexual battery involving five incidents that allegedly took place between 2004 and 2013. If convicted, he faces up to 140 years behind bars. Weinstein's already serving a 23-year sentence in New York for rape and sexual assault. Sanchi and Grasso, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures have been down before this week's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. Unfortunately, in today's litigious society, too many Americans fail to have an effective estate plan and asset protection strategy. I'm attorney T.J. Heineman, and I've been counseling families, businesses, and executives for 20 years. I can help you preserve your wealth, safeguard your assets, and protect your family. My law firm specializes in estate planning and administration, asset protection, corporate law, and real estate. For a free copy of my family estate planning survival guide or a free consultation in my Palm City office, call me, T.J. Heineman, at 888-5667. Just imagine. Imagine finding a doctor who listens. Imagine a doctor who cares, who takes time to understand you and your lifestyle better. Imagine an entire care team dedicated to helping you live your best life. You don't have to imagine. WellMed is redefining aging with our unique approach to care designed by physicians to help you stay as healthy as possible. Learn more about our recognized model of care at discoverwellmed.com. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, 
Evan and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It's a Monday morning, April the 12th, 2021. I'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast. Yeah, our broadcasts are always successful. What's Daddy doing? Well, Daddy is doing nothing right now. He's broadcasting. Let's get the show on the road. All right, we'll get the show on the road with the one and only Dr. John Malay. But before we do that, official time now is 8.08. Mr. Clock, would you please certify that? It's now 8.08 a.m. Thank you very much. And now that we are certified in time, it's time to bring in the superintendent of the Martin County School System, the one and only Dr. John Malay. John, good morning, and how are you today? Oh, good morning. I have an early quiz, pop quiz for you and Bonnie. Oh, are boy. Ready? All right. Well, let's get our thinking okay, caps on. Yeah. Bonnie, you ready? We're ready. Many, yes. I'll give you like a few seconds to think on this. All right. How many weeks are left in school? I can't hardly believe I get to ask this question. Oh, wait a minute. I got to look at a calendar. How many weeks left in school? So we yeah. are in April. I'm going to give it about another six weeks back in action for that Hold school. On. Evan, you got like ten seconds. I want to no say pressure. I want to say six. Six. Okay. Uh, we graduate the week the, the the week before the last week of May, but uh, seven weeks if you count this week. So six more after this. I'll yes. give you all credit. Got it right. Six. We're already in this week, so we'll say hey. So six after that, which I just bring that up. It's um, a lot of state testings going on and a lot of events, but it's it's exciting that. Um, We've got through this year. We, you know, we're getting closer, so we're almost there, and I'm happy for our, our hardworking staff and our kids and our families. It's just nice to see that light. You know, I know everybody's ready for a, to get through this school year. It's been positive, but it, I think it'll just be a big accomplishment. Yeah, it's been quite the interesting year this year. Again, no yes. proms, no no special trips, or you know, no senior activities, grad bash, or nothing like that, and. I understand. Well, we are doing some different things this weekend. Of course, the rain hit us a little bit, but uh, we, there was the prom-like senior celebrations at, at all of our high schools, and I'll just thank all the staff that worked on that. Uh, mm-hmm. They had contingency in case it stormed to go inside, and they had to do that for a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did do senior celebrations, prom-like events. They had a, a, for some formal and food, uh, dress and semi-formals kind of things the kids wanted to do, and food and things like that. So I know there was a good time. I appreciate everybody trying to make the most of this. Yeah. As you mentioned in, you know, in your notes, the class of 2021, they had the senior celebrations um, this past Saturday. They were a huge success. Um, I met a lot of uh, Martin County kids too, out at the water park on Saturday and like great group of kids in Martin County. And uh, it was great at Sailfish Splash where they hire a lot of the uh, juniors and the seniors to be like your lifeguards and uh, hosts of the uh, water park rides and very nice kids right here in Martin County. And we're glad they're getting to celebrate a little bit. Oh yeah. No, it's nice. And isn't that a great facility? I've only been out there briefly, but I know I'll be out there more. Oh mm-hmm. there's been swim meets, but that is just a fantastic It is. Yeah, definitely. For perfect County. for taking the family out to just to cool off during the day. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Let's uh, talk a little bit about how the uh, school system honors the outstanding volunteers and the community partners. Well, we just did that uh the end of last week. We honored our outstanding school volunteers and community partners. During a virtual ceremony, April 7th, we had 59 youth, adult, and senior volunteers and 16 local business community organizations that were honored. Uh, that was great that I was able to be part of that. Hopefully, this is one of our last volunteer ones that we'll ever have to do online. 
but we know we can, but there's approximately 2,200 volunteers and community partners that provided more than 80,000 hours that's been logged in the 1920 school year. And they, they use a statistic on what a volunteer hour, the value of it, which it, it's, it's high because you have just every range of professional volunteer. But when you add all those out, it means it's like a little over $2 million worth of service for our school. So that's great. And if you ever feel like um, you'd like to volunteer, come involved, be involved in some way, there's a thousand ways. And if you have an idea, we, we could probably make it happen. If you want to help, you can go on our district website or just call us. There's a volunteer services tabs in departments. All right. Very good. Um, there was a recent state science and engineering fair that happened. And the middle school kids and the high school kids really were shining, weren't they? They did good. You know, we had a, they made an excellent showing this year at the state science and engineering fair. Uh, Florida, four students placed them on the top five in their category. So congratulations to Nina Goyle, Hidden Oaks Middle. She was fourth place in the junior division in Greenhouse Gases Showdown uh, in the Earth and Environmental Sciences category. Catherine Rogers of uh, Anderson Middle School, she was fourth place with Saving with Solar. That was in environmental engineering uh, as well. Uh, Varun Singh at Anderson Middle, uh, he was third. And the title was Busted, Monitoring Hand Hygiene with Smart RFID Technology, Part 2. So very technical little things they do. Yeah, that sounds part, a little bit high-tech, yeah. <laughs> sounds they good. They are. <laughs> Some of our kids, I'm telling you, uh, we had a, a school board presentation from Felix Elementary School, and it's just neat how they get into how bright these kids are. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Stephen Voken, uh, South Fork High School, he was fourth place in the senior division. His topic was creation of a highly efficient surface invoking cylindrical solar panels. Wow. So that was a year five project in the engineering. So shout out to all of them and the parents and the staff that helped them grow and learn. Yeah, these kids are wonderful. They're our, our next engineers yeah. and uh, architects and whatnot, right? Yeah, definitely. Wow. One of them may come run this place one day. Yeah. You never know anything's possible. You've got some surveys that are out that need to get turned in, and let's get the word out about those. Yes, it's called our Satisfaction and, Insert- and Engagement Surveys, and this is a time for parents, students, and employees to complete that annually. Uh, it's the, the cutoff's tomorrow, April 13th. Um, feedback received from these families and employees help us develop our annual school improvement goals. So we take that information to see how we can improve. You can ass- we'll assess your satisfaction with the school's communication methods, opportunities to be engaged with teachers, understanding the curriculum, your, the children's access to technology, and anything else you might want to say or share. So if you haven't completed a survey for your child's school or your work site, please visit our site, martinschools.org, and click under District News, and it'll take you right there. Parent-teacher conference nights, they'll be continuing this week, won't they? They are. Uh, our, some of our last ones for the year, our parent-teacher conferences continue this week with the elementary schools hosting their sessions tomorrow evening, April 13th. Parents have been invited to participate in these virtual sessions uh, with their child's teacher. If you'd like to schedule a conference with your child's school, uh, contact the main office at that school. Um, while middle and high schools held parent-teachers last week, those conferences, parents are encouraged to contact schools if they have questions 
uh, or they couldn't have done it. And that's one thing I think that there's some positives we've learned. I think we're all a lot more comfortable with some virtual meetings. So maybe in the future when uh, mom or dad or both or whoever's taking good care of our kids, uh, they couldn't come in the future to a meeting. I think we have more capabilities to try to get them there via technology. So I think this can be really good. We stay connected. Imagine that there was a day where grandma and grandpa and even our moms and dads, some of our moms and dads would never even realize, never picture where you wouldn't have to go in and uh, be physically with that teacher. Just, you know, do it right in on a Zoom session. Like uh, our grandma and grandpas never even imagined that we would experience this. I was remembering growing up in school when you talked to the teacher, or, you know, principal, if you ever had to go there, and they had to say, wait till we talk to your parent. And, you know, now we would Zoom them right in. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's it's crazy. The technology has changed so much. Yeah. It's, um, you know, teachers can get a hold of, of a parent at, like, literally a moment's notice now. At all hours of the morning, yeah, too, right? exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, you exactly. know, with that comes, you know, that's us working together. It's because you can access. Sometimes it uh, more do, and it takes a little time to meet everybody's needs. But uh, if you want to be involved or contact your school, you know, all, you can always contact your school, your child's teacher. They'll, they'll figure it out. They'll make time for you. But, you know, it's part of us. We try to give good customer service. In our, in our business, it's a little different, but it's all about that relationship. And so we're, we're trying to work hard on that. Yeah. yeah. John, what is the um, percentage? I don't know if you have those numbers in front of you, but what is the percentage of students that are in school learning opposed to still at home learning? Okay, you put me on... Uh... Uh, it's or just it's roughly, just, over, just no, roughly. It's just over eighty percent. I looked at that. I can get. It's interesting. So if any parent wants to see that, if you go to martinschools. dot uh, org, I'm right. going to show you how fast it can be. You go to martinschools. dot org, and you click on the superintendent link there. Mm-hmm. And mine decided it wanted to update just for some minutes. So uh, <laughs> what an you know, opportune time. Sometimes it takes just a little minute, but I, I want to uh, get here real quick because I'd like to show because you can click on the up, up to the tabs. You can click on superintendent. You'll see a, a picture of me with some kids, but you go down to that's the quickest way to the public dashboards. Mm-hmm. And these are great because even after COVID, uh, there's one just about COVID, but there's school grades dashboard, graduation analysis. I mean, everything that you want to know but they can click on this enrollment and it's coming. But uh, as you're doing that, Dr. John, it says here that almost a third of Florida's public school students have been studying from home online because of COVID-19. So if you put Florida in the big perspective, it looks like a third of students uh, still studying from home online. Yes. And that's where, I think uh, you know, we're just over 80% that are traditional. But see, that's been the different here. Uh, we've we've been running about 20%, so much better mm-hmm. than a third. You know, Good. we're, we're yeah. beating that state average. More of our kids are in person. Uh, but if you go to that uh, school demographic, you can click on the, the COVID link. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of good things to kind of... Uh, Look at our enrollments. Look at these different dashboards. 
traditional remote. Here it comes up. The very bottom one, traditional remote. So that answer was our attendance rate in school has been 95 and remote combined about 95%. So even when they're remoting, mm -hmm. most are, are in person. And then we show it by each school. So we are 81.5%. So 18.5% remote. So All right. we'd like it higher, but you know, if, if any parent, even though it's late in the year, if, if you want to put your child back in the Mark County schools, traditional, you could do it this week. You could, you could move off of remote into that. We respect if you're going to stay, of course, but mm -hmm. um, options will be changing. Of course, evolving for the coming school year. We'll be talking about that soon, but uh, okay. the whole country and the state is moving back toward, of course, a traditional model, but uh, go to that traditional, those remote left uh, dashboards. All right. Very good. That's Dr. John Malay. He's the superintendent of the Martin County school system. He joins us each and every Monday at this time to give us an update in regards to all things that are happening in the Martin County school system. John, always a pleasure. I uh, always love seeing you with your different bow ties on, and we will look forward to speaking with you next time. All right. Thank you all. Have a great week. Have a great See week as soon. well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now. It's time for the Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,742.90 an ounce and silver opening up at $25.14 an ounce. That's the Precious Metals Report, and it's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Jewelry and Coin. The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard next to Publix. We invite you to take a tour of our competition. But then come see us last. Eight twenty-two right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's time for news. Let's go to the news desk, and here's Bonnie. Thanks, Evan. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody says young people who become crime victims are more likely to commit crimes themselves as they grow up. She's partnering with the Urban League in four Florida counties to break the cycle with a new program called Thrive. We can offer the resources, the thoughtful guidance, and the support structure they may not otherwise have to lead them on a road to effective recovery from that trauma. Moody says the program will offer support and guidance for young victims. It'll be offered at first in four Florida counties, Broward, Pinellas, Duval, and Leon. The village of Indian Town is experiencing a temporary citywide water outage. Maintenance crews are addressing the interruption. Once water service resumes, a 72-hour precautionary boil water notice will be in effect. 
Traditionally, many schools would be entering prom season, but with the pandemic, some traditions had to change. Over at Martin County High School, a semi-formal was held outside for the class of 2021 on Saturday. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. From food trucks to movies, seniors here at Martin County High School came together one last time before graduation. So I'm just really excited because Again, it was for all for like us. This is the second year Martin County students had to go through a pandemic. For the class of 2021 over at Martin County High School, it was important to hold this semi-formal. And we wanted to come together one more time as a class and like celebrate all the cool stuff that we were able to do this year and over the course of our four years. School leaders say it wasn't in the best interest for student safety to hold a traditional prom. Each high school in the district put out a senior survey and having the students' voices heard. We're very proud. Um, we knew that you know the students helped put these together, so we hope that it would be something they'd want to participate in and be memorable for them. But to see them all come together, you know, especially tonight, the weather isn't the greatest, but they're still out, they're still with their friends, they're having a good time, and they're being safe. And that's what it's really all about. Students enjoyed food and even cast a vote for senior class king and queen and taking pictures to celebrate their last year and making a long-lasting memory. The unity, because I think like nothing brings people more together than a common problem. And when common problems, we bring up common solutions. And I think it was really cool when we had that group of us just kind of come together and we were all working towards a goal to make sure that we could remember this part of senior year. And graduation is going to be in mid-May. We're told it's going to happen in person at the school stadium, socially distant. For now, in Martin County, I'm Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. One woman was arrested in connection with six dogs reportedly found in rotting kennels as sheriff's officials jailed three others in a drug bust, according to records and the Indian River County Sheriff's Office. Officials with the Sheriff's SWAT team April 7 executed a drug-related search warrant at an address in the 4300 block of 27th Avenue in the Gifford area north of Vero Beach. They reported finding three male and three female dogs behind the home. Investigators say the pooches were in rotting or rotten kennels with no access to food and no water in sight. At least two of the animals were described as being in various stages of malnourishment with their kennel covered in urine and feces. At least one dog had severely overgrown nails and a possible eye infection. Angelina Marie Horskin, age 20, told investigators she owned the dogs and wondered why the SWAT team was there. Horskin was arrested on six misdemeanor unlawful confinement of animal charges. Animal control officials took custody of the dogs. Strong storms caused power outages for many customers across South Florida. According to FPL's uh, power tracker, as of 6.48 p.m. yesterday, 17,713 customers in Palm Beach County were dealing with a power outage, where in St. Lucie County, uh, 3,038 customers had a power outage, and in Martin County, 5,317 were affected. Lastly, Earl Simmons, the rapper better known as DMX, died on Friday at White Plains Hospital in White Plains, New York, one week after suffering a heart attack. He was 50 years old. Simmons' family said they were deeply saddened to announce the rapper's death, adding that he died with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days.
You know, USC is a hard school to get into unless you know Lori Laughlin or you're a random homeless guy. Take this. A couple of weeks ago, a homeless man was arrested after posing as a USC football player. He managed to fool everyone for several days, and he wasn't hiding in the background. You see, he ate meals with the team. He shared a jacuzzi with some of the players. He threw on a helmet, a jersey, and cleats in the locker room and fielded punts during practice. The school says that access to the team's practice facility is very restricted, but apparently this guy didn't have a problem slipping in. Uh, He eventually did get caught because he wasn't great at fielding punts. He was so impressive at everything else that he might still be embedded with the team uh, if he had double one level football, level one division skills. Our news time is 828, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. who respond 24-7 and there are flexible payment options for metal, tile, shingle or flat roofs. Code Red Roofers. Say habla espanol. Code Red Roofers. 844-4-CODE-RED That's 844-4-CODE-RED Eight twenty nine right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. All brought to you by Code Red Roofers. Bonnie? As we uh, bring us our latest report from FHP, showing that everything is looking pleasant still on a Monday morning. Yeah, it's been a nice ride throughout, and it continues right now. The turnpike looks fine, and so does U.S. Highway 1 for St. Lucie County and Martin County. There's your latest look at traffic. And we have 65 and a mostly cloudy sky in Port St. Lucie and in Florence, Italy, 53 with rain. Here's our forecast at WPTV. Still some lingering showers through about late morning, then clearing conditions throughout the day with highs in the low to mid 80s. High pressure builds into the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday and things dry out for a couple of days. Highs in the low to mid 80s with mostly sunny skies. By the end of the work week, another front moves in, returning the chance for scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid 80. The front stalls out across the area over the weekend, keeping our weather pattern unsettled. Showers and storms possible through the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. with my Florida insurance broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida insurance broker. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. 
I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 832 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for the Monday morning space report with the one and only Randy Siegel. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was back on this date in history in 1961 that the first human being went into orbit around the Earth. And that individual was Yuri Gagarin from the then Soviet Union. He made one orbit of the Earth. And during that orbit, he said, and I'm quoting, orbiting Earth in a spaceship, I saw how beautiful our planet is. People, let us preserve and increase this beauty, not destroy it. I wonder what he would say now if he were still going into orbit. What makes this flight rather unique is that when he came back, after flying that one revolution around the Earth, he was ejected from the spacecraft. At 23,000 feet, he was ejected and made a parachute landing. And what was really interesting is he landed in a field, a potato field in Russia, And the people who were there couldn't understand who he was, where he came from, or anything else. It was quite a sight, to say the least. And then in 1986, NASA launched the first space shuttle mission, STS-1. And that was launched with Bob Crippen and John Young at the controls. When they landed, they found a lot of heat shield tiles were missing or damaged. And that caused big delays for the next shuttle launch to take place. And in 1985, NASA placed into orbit the STS-51D mission, carrying seven astronauts, including then-Senator Jake Garn. They suffered extensive brake damage and ruptured tires when they landed. And as a result... They landed a lot more at Edwards Air Force Base before they transitioned to the Kennedy Space Center. As you know, on Friday, we had the docking of that Soyuz MS-18 spacecraft to the International Space Station. It brought NASA astronaut Mark Vanderhee, Rusa Cosmos Oleg Novitsky, and Peter Dubrov to the International Space Station. Novitsky, who was commander of the MS-18 shift, will return to Earth in October. However, Dubrov and Vanderhee may remain at the station for up to one year if Russia decides to fly participants 
on the Soyuz MS-19 in October. These spaceflight participants likely will be a director and an actress for a movie filmed on the station with the Soyuz MS-19, but returning with Novitsky would be the director and the actress. Meanwhile, NASA is also preparing to send the Crew-3 commercial astronauts to the International Space Station no earlier than October 23rd. NASA astronaut Raja Chari and Thomas Marshburn will join European Space Agency astronaut Matthias Mauser, who's already been selected for the flight. There will also be an additional crew member expected to be added later. Russia explained what caused their Progress MS-16 spacecraft not to automatically dock to the International Space Station. They said that there was a fairing problem in the nose cone, and as a result of that, they had to use a manual teleoperator control system to deliver the cargo to the station. The Russians have now also let out the papers of that first mission into space. You've got to remember, when Yuri Gagarin flew, it was the Soviet Union versus the United States. It was communism versus democracy. So everything was secret. Well, the Russians, little by little, have been opening up their archives and letting us know the thinking and the mythology behind their spaceflight and what caused it to happen. Joe Biden, who is unveiling his new budget for the coming year, has pledged that the first person of color will land on the moon when NASA returns with its Artemis space program. They say that Artemis will take place and will be funded. The White House released the first look at its budget proposal for physical year 2022, that includes an increase in funding NASA. Under the bill, the overall budget will be $24.7 billion in fiscal year 2022, an increase of about 6.3% from the $23.271 billion the agency received in the final fiscal year of 2021 in an omnibus spending bill. That new bill will include such items as supporting human exploration of the moon, Mars, and beyond, furthering the robotic exploration of the solar system and the universe, enhanced research and development for NASA, advanced climate science, building a diverse future in science, technology, engineering, and math, namely the STEM workforce, and continuing research on board the International Space Station. So, tall plans for NASA. They're also hoping that in the very near future that Bill Nelson will be confirmed as the new head of NASA. The United Arab Emirates has selected two new Emirates astronauts, including the Arab world's first female. Nora al-Machash, 27, has been selected as part of their astronaut corps along with Mohammed Al-Mullah. They announced that the two astronauts will now join 
Hazan al-Masari, who was the first Emirist in space, and reserve astronaut Sultan al-Nayyad. They were chosen from 4,305 Emirists who applied, including 1,400 women who would like to fly into space. On Wednesday, if everything works right, Blue Origin is targeting its next flight of the new Shepard vehicle. They're aiming for an 8 a.m. launch. Tomorrow we're going to tell you about objects that have fallen from space and the flight of an orc in space postponed. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every day at this time, giving you the latest and greatest with all things pertaining to NASA. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli, where Bonnie is standing by with the latest and greatest food to pretty much soothe anybody's appetite. Right, Bonnie? You betcha, Evan. And you want to start your Monday off on a fresh start by having a fresh jumbo wrap for lunch today. Make it the Bacon Chicken Ranch Wrap. It's a wrap of your choice in a flour tortilla filled with your bacon, oven-roasted chicken, uh, lettuce, that is, tomato, ranch dressing, and cheddar cheese. And served with a side of your choice, maybe a fresh, hot bowl of delicious soup that Chef Mark is preparing for you right now. What a treat. And if you have a sweet tooth today, we'll enjoy some peanut butter pie. Make it loaded Rocky Road brownies. Maybe make it Oreo pie. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart now has their patio back open. Plus, they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. It is now 8.41 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news all brought to you by our good friend Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on precious metals, go check out St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie. The strong storms that moved through Martin County on Sunday afternoon brought hail, wind, and took down trees. WPTV Stephanie Suskind has this report from Hope Sound yesterday. Yes, good evening. You know, you see all of the debris right here. This is all from trees that came down in this Hope Hills neighborhood. And everything from here to the stop sign is all from a tree that was down across the road over here. This is at Flamingo Drive and Duncan Street. Now, we'll show you what it looked like earlier as Martin County fire crews came out here pretty quickly. They had their chainsaws and they were ready to go. They were taking down down those tree limbs to make way so that cars could pass through the road again. All of the neighbors out here all came together to help. It was really a team effort to get the roadway clear. And we spoke to the man who has the property where that tree came down. He says it's been here as long as he has. And he knew the storm was bad, but he didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know it was going to take this thing down the way it did. It got the root ball and everything. Took it all right out of the ground. We got to get rid of it. And thank God I didn't have to do it by myself. 
Yes, again, certainly a team effort out here in this neighborhood. Now, the good news out here, nobody was hurt with all of this. Again, some trees down and some power out. In fact, we just saw an FPL truck go through here a few moments ago. But all in all, everyone now is doing okay. Reporting live in Hope Sound, Stephanie Suskind, WPTV News Channel 5. More calls coming for the CDC to allow cruises to get back to business as usual from Florida ports. Florida GOP Congressman Carlos Jimenez says cruises are sailing from Europe and the Bahamas. There is no reason why we can't get the CDC to at least, please, give us a timetable, tell the cruise industry exactly what it is they need to do, and let's get going. There is no reason on earth why the cruise industry can't be up and sailing this summer. The plea comes a day after Governor DeSantis announced a lawsuit against the CDC to lift the no-sale order issued over a year ago. Florida's ports are responsible for hundreds of thousands of jobs and billions of dollars in revenue. A 22-page traffic report regarding Tiger Woods' accident back in February in Los Angeles reveals the golfer thought he was back in Florida after the crash. The incident report states the golfer was acting in a manner consistent with someone suffering from shock. The report determined the former Masters champion was at fault for driving at an unsafe speed. The village of Indiantown is experiencing a temporary citywide water outage. Maintenance crews are addressing the interruption. Once water service resumes, a 72-hour precautionary boil water notice will be in effect. Earl Simmons, the rapper, better known as DMX, died on Friday at White Plains Hospital in White Plains, New York, one week after suffering a heart attack. He was 50 years old. Simmons' family said they were deeply saddened to announce the rapper's death, adding that he died with his family by his side after being placed on life support for the past few days. And lastly, the Riptide Race Slide is now open at Aquatica at SeaWorld. It's the world's tallest dueling racer water slide. Riders begin at the top of a 68-foot tower in a two-person raft before racing down the 650-foot slide. The ride gives guests a full view of the entire park. Riptide Race is the 50th slide to open at Aquatica, and it's the second tallest slide at the park. Hideki Matsuyama made history on Sunday. He was the first male golfer from Japan to win a major championship. Ten years after making a sterling debut as the best amateur at Augusta National, Matsuyama claimed the ultimate trophy with a victory in the Masters. Our news time is 8.46. We'll have weather and traffic together for you next. stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location 
at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard next to Publix. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight forty-seven right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by Waterway Dermatology. Dr. Ryan Shering, located at ten fifty Monterey Road in Stewart, bringing personalized healthcare back to dermatology the Waterway. Bonnie. Well, Evan, all Monday morning long here, we have seen a really excellent ride uh, throughout Stewart and throughout Port St. Lucie. It's remaining that way, remaining calm right now on the roads. We're not finding. Any road construction around, no tie-ups to slow us down, and no accidents, and that's a good thing. There's your latest look at traffic. A cloudy 67 this morning in Stewart and in Lake George, New York, showers and 47. Here's our forecast from WPTV. Still some lingering showers through about late morning, then clearing conditions throughout the day with highs in the low to mid-80s. High pressure builds into the forecast for Tuesday and Wednesday and things dry out for a couple of days. Highs in the low to mid 80s with mostly sunny skies. By the end of the work week, another front moves in, returning the chance for scattered showers and storms. Highs in the mid 80. The front stalls out across the area over the weekend, keeping our weather pattern unsettled. Showers and storms possible through the weekend with highs in the mid 80s. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist Katya Hall on WSTUAM 1450 Martin County's Heritage Station. for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20 plus years experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. For. Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Fred J. Razaker of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Boost three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. Call the Lot Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lot. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, insuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lot Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, 468-1009. Woo! 
If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Please enter your new password. Okay. Duckies. Sorry, your password must contain at least eight characters. Rubber duckies. Sorry, your password must contain one numerical character. Twenty rubber duckies. Sorry, the password cannot have blank spaces. Twenty stupid rubber duckies. <laughs> Sorry, the password must contain at least one uppercase character. Twenty stupid rubber duckies. I'm about to stick up your butt. <laughs> Sorry. The password cannot use more than one uppercase character consecutively. Okay, now I'm really getting pissed. How about 20 stupid rubber duckies that I'm about to stick up your butt if you don't give me my new password? I'm sorry. That password is already in use. Oh, no! Please start over. You ever had that happen to you where you go to try to find a password Ooh. and it just keeps faulting and faulting oh, and yeah. faulting? Yeah. Oh, that ticks me off. Me too. And it irks me when they say I need that numerical in there. And then I need like an apostrophe or a comma. Yeah, a weird sign or something like that. Or the exclamation point. Yeah. And then you got to redo it over and over again. And then you don't have enough letters. And then it has to be in lowercase, not higher case. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it just, it's insanity is what it is. Total complete insanity. Good morning. You're on the radio with Evan and Bonnie. Who's this? Good morning, <laughs> Bonnie and Evan. How are you all doing today? Oh, we're good, old man. And how are you today? Morning. Well, it's a morning. <laughs> it's a little cool up here. I'm still here in the in the Smoky Mountains. Uh, uh, Edna went to stay a few more days. She loved those roller coaster rides. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, fascinating. Well, it's the only thrill she gets probably riding the roller coaster, right? <laughs> Ooh, that's an up and down thing. Yes, definitely <laughs> so, without a doubt. I wish I was there having like a Smoky Mountain breakfast with you right now. Oh, that sounds good, with the sun just rising up over the mountains. Yeah, I remember oh. being there, and it, this was even before we would put our pictures of food on Facebook. That's how long ago I've been to the Smokies, but I remember having to take a picture of my food in the restaurant mm-hmm. because the omelet omelet and grits and everything they served was so large on my plate and so beautiful that I had to take a picture. And this was even before Facebook. So How about MySpace? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, yeah. Did you have a MySpace, Bonnie? I, I never did. I you didn't. Know? My kids did. I hated it. Oh, yeah. I hated when my kids had MySpace. Man, I, did, I was I the did. MySpace I, police. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. You I get messed be. up with the, I get messed up with the password ducky, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, old man. Well, I'm going to let you run. We got another call coming in, so we got to grab this call coming in. We don't want to be rude. So you have Bobby a Fredo. I, I no Fredo's already called this morning, so I don't know who it is. Oh. Okay. Anyway, you have a great morning, and have we'll talk nice to you day. soon. You right, have a good day, guys. All right, bye bye now. Hi, right, good morning. You're on the air with Evan and Pony. Actually, I wanted to wait for Condo Solutions, so I call back. Um, yeah, we're still doing our morning show. I mean, you could be part of our morning show if you want. That's not a problem. Oh, well, I'm listening to it, but I'll, I'll call back. Oh, Thank is, you. is there any question? You could lay on our virtual couch. We're answering questions this morning. 
No, thank you. No problem. You have a great day. All right. Well, there we go. I think I just embarrassed her. Yeah, but uh, she's waiting for Mark Breckbill to come. That's for yeah. sure. Boy, and... she knows she uh, wants to get in there early because the simple fact that it's such a popular show that people call 10 minutes before the show comes on. Yeah, each and every Monday they will have a question for Mark. Yeah, they um, will. They definitely condos, will. That's or the for attorney sure. or the attorney. Yeah. That's with them. Yes. Peter Mullengarden. Yep, they, I think that's his name. Yeah, and they Mr. do Peter. a great job at answering the questions. Yeah, they, they sure really do. do. They sure do. So, uh, Bonnie, uh, that's a one day down, and we have two more to go. Uh, five, four. I'm not with it. I'm sorry. We have one day down and four more to go till we get to the weekend. Yeah, and you know, if Monday has you down today, uh, you're in great company because the word is out that Monday is still your least favorite day of the week. I can understand why because you're just coming off of two days off and you got to go to back. You got to go to back. Boy, my English is way yeah, off today. I'm like uh, on something. I don't know what it is. Let's try this again. I can understand why Monday would be the worst day to go back to work because you have to go back to work. There and, we go. And you know, one in three people said they don't have a least favorite day, but. Uh, Monday still at number one with 59% um, and followed by Tuesday, 13% are hating Tuesdays. Okay. Tuesday has become my one of my favorites. Okay. We have another call. Good morning. You're on the air with Evan and Bonnie. Yeah, go back to bed. Look, I tell you, your, your words are really messing up here. Oh, I am stumbling <laughs> all over the place this morning. <laughs> I don't like know I what it is. He's got a wow. lack of sleep. That's what's going on. Yeah, it's it's major lack of sleep. I did not. I have not. Well, here's the thing. You know, I had the wedding late Saturday night. I I got home. I watched WrestleMania on the rerun, and then I stayed up till two thirty three in the morning watching that. And then I got up at five <laughs> in the morning, and then I was up all day. And then I went to bed like at nine o'clock last night because last night was WrestleMania day two. And I watched that, and I went to bed, though, at 9 o'clock. I have to watch the rest of it when I get home today. And I I just... Well, you'll probably be in bed by 8. You're all 8. messed up. You, you messed up your internal I clock just, there. Yeah, and see, my whole internal <laughs> clock has always been messed up. I just, you know, and I've told Bonnie this many times. It's like, if I could just get one good night's sleep without waking up, just one... I haven't had that in years. And it just gets you crabby if you go night after night without getting that good night's rest. I'm yeah. with you there, Evan, because, I, like, if I, I don't... I think Rachel can help you with that. Yeah, but it's good called old, a hammer. Good, good, yeah, that's it. A good old frying pan on the hedge, you're out for the night. I know. <laughs> I may just have her do that tonight. And Oh, and antihistamine oh. works, too, of course. Does it really? I can't tell people to take any drugs but no. usually it's a you're not a, a pharmacist allergy pill that. and antihistamine for me puts me that out. or a gallon of nyquil oh yeah <laughs> NyQuil knock you out. Do it i too. take 30 milligrams of melatonin and that just doesn't even help anymore so it's just crazy. and no caffeine after seven o'clock. i don't drink anything with caffeine yeah. that's just it yeah. That's just it. Nothing and with don't caffeine. Don't exercise right before you go to sleep if you're on no, the treadmill. None of that either. None of that. Don't even just, do that. Yeah. I'm just sitting in my easy chair trying to take it easy and go to sleep. Does the dog wake you up at night? No. She's sleeping. Sleeps, sleeps the night. Sound. She's, dog is getting better sleep than you are, yeah, Evan. That stinks. Well, Evan, Evan can sleep in the chair, I tell you. Yeah. Tell me 
me about it. <laughs> anyway, you gotta run, George. We'll talk to you later. See you later, guys. Alright, bye-bye now. Over. Your show is over. We're out of time! Wow, that was quick. Exactly! That was the whole show! See you soon. Okay, bye! Bye! Yeah, show's over, but we'll be back tomorrow. So just remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look at validation on the outside. That's for darn sure. Yeah, and um, you know, wear your rain jackets. There's more rain expected for today. Yeah, if take you, an umbrella with you. If you didn't get enough of the rain yesterday, that well, there's more to come today. That's the news. If you need an umbrella, I'll sell you one. A dollar. I've got umbrellas for sale. Just one dollar right outside the front door here. I think I can I'd afford that I'd die if somebody today. shows up to buy an umbrella. <laughs> you never I'd know. I'd laugh so hard. We're WSDU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. We'll see you back here in about 21 hours. Bye-bye.